Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the boss on Rock 102. You get the weather over there? Because uh, this thing isn't firing up the way it should. Well, I will tell you, it's freaking cold out there. Uh, but it will warm up a little bit. It's going to be sunny to partly cloudy today with a high of 48. It's already 25 degrees, which is insane. Yes. Insane in the membrane. Wasn't it like 75 like three days ago? Yeah, but it's New England. We're kind of used to this kind of nonsense. Scott Zolak will be on the show today. Yeah, there's loads to talk with uh, hey. Zolak about. And listen, I know we've been uh, we've been hawking this uh, $20 dinner in a comedy show. But let me tell you something, my friends. A fish dinner and $10 in your hands could be yours. For just doing something very simple, and we'll tell you all about that coming up. It's also Thunderbird Thursday, and we have Iron Maiden tickets to give away. All of that and more. Doesn't beat 10 bucks in a fish dinner. No, it does not. Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Live in concert. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. About 5.52 and you too. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 48 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 55. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Is there any more updates about Matthew Perry? Do you have any... No, in fact, I, I think he's um, he's still not around. Are you sure? Pretty sure. He didn't overdose on fentanyl or meth. Fentanyl or meth. I, I do that Barry Krieger thing where he hates where I say fentanyl. He's, Barry's going to start smacking you around. It was not caused by an overdose. Initial tests showed he didn't have either drug in his system. The results of more comprehensive tests are still pending and could take months to come in. Anonymous sources have said Matthew was sober at the time of his death and seemingly in a good place. Speaking of that, the mystery woman Matthew had dinner with the day before his death has come forward. Her name is Athena Crosby. She's a 25-year-old model, an entertainer, entertainment reporter, and a Venezuelan citizen. She says she and Matthew were just friends, and she didn't plan to talk about it publicly until those pictures hit the Internet. She said uh, Matthew was in extremely good spirits and, quote, so happy and vibrant as he spoke about things he had coming up in his life. He was also excited about losing weight and playing pickleball the next day. Uh, one last note, Courtney Cox was spotted in public Monday night. Not surprisingly, she looked pretty down. Uh, I, I didn't know who Athena Crosby is. Yeah. I uh, just uh, did a quick uh, Google search. Yeah. Uh, she's a, y- a lovely young lady. Yeah, she's 25, and he was, what, 50-something? 50-something to yeah. 54. I, I don't know what a 54-year-old man has to talk about with a 27-year-old woman. Nothing. But it's all about sex. That's what it's know, about. Yes, man. I don't know, man. That's exactly what it's about. I would like to think she's uh, more pristine than that. Um, just no, by, I don't, Just by looking at a few pictures online. I don't think. She probably just got done watching the... Oh, I watched Friends on HBO. My parents used to watch that show. Yeah, my dad. My dad were like Ross and Rachel. 
Yeah, that, but he didn't understand what happened because they were on a break. I I don't understand why we do this with like, like a. Like a he obviously was fairly young. If you uh, you know do that, obviously it, 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 it's shocking to to see somebody. Of course, young. but if you look at his history, he had a lot of drug use over the years. That takes a toll on your your system, on your body, on your uh, your mental. Yeah. Not only just your mental state, but your physical state too. Your your heart can't take it anymore. Even if you're stone cold sober, there's long term ramifications for that kind of. Self-medicating abuse. Well, it's like uh, people who get lung cancer after years of not smoking, but because they smoked when they were younger, they now have the effects of that. It doesn't. Death doesn't pick and choose. It's easy, but thing is, it's it's an easier death to accept if you say, well, you know, he had drug and alcohol problems and he was still having them. That's why he died. Yeah. It's very hard for people to to to, to nobody died, regardless of what you're saying, which is absolutely true. Yeah, you know he was probably predisposed for having some failures and weaknesses in his uh, in his body. No, nope, people can't accept that. No. I don't know why. Britney Spears' childhood home in Kentwood, Louisiana, is on the market for one point two million dollars. I'll take it. And some of the parts have haven't been touched since Britney actually lived there. That includes the door with a phrase "Christina sucks, Brit rules" scribbed on it in marker. Obviously, it sounds like someone was not a fan of Christina Aguilera. Are you sure that's the one? Maybe, but there's no actual confirmation she was the intended target. I mean, I know lots of Christinas. I don't know, but if you look at it now, it was kind of the other way around. Brit sucks and Christina rules. Well, maybe. <laughs> but that would uh, but that would feed into the jealousies between yeah. the two of them, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. The uh, house also still has uh, the artwork that Brittany had, uh, names carved in the walls, things like that, and her original dance studio is still intact. The house has 2,300 square feet of living space and sits on 1.87 acres. Brittany's dad sold it less than three years ago for $289,000. And now it's over a million dollars? Now the new owner wants a nice turn of the profit. That's actually not a bad... I would do that, too. Hey, look. Britney Spears lived here, and she carved her name into the wall. And she wrote, uh, Christina sucks. I wish somebody famous or important lived in one of my homes. He, I would have I would have, uh, I would have definitely taken advantage of that kind of uh, uptick. Me too. The, uh, the owner claims he's not trying to capitalize on the publicity surrounding Britney's new book, but we all know he is, and, and why should he be ashamed of that? Listen, but, yeah. Real estate is real estate. Yeah. It's what the market will bear for Britney Spears' old home. Who cares if you're... uh, Listen, if he wants to capitalize on that, he bought it, and he has every right to sell it. And and if some idiot comes along and buys it for $1.2 million because of the fact that Britney used to live there, eh, so what? Let the guy enjoy himself. Hey, could you find a 2,000-square-foot home and they're on these parts for less than $300,000? Yeah, I don't know. Not unless it's a dump. Um, Brooke Shields suffered a grand mal seizure recently, and Bradley Cooper came to her rescue. Brooke had been uh, drinking a ton of water for an extended period of time because she was so busy with various projects, including one woman, uh, including a one-woman show, and she always felt dehydrated. Unfortunately, all that water flooded her system and caused her sodium level to drop. The seizure hit after she entered a club. Quote, everything starts to go black. Then my hands drop to my side, and I go headfirst into the wall. She was also, quote, frothing at the mouth, totally blue, trying to swallow my tongue. 
The next thing she knew, she was riding to the hospital in an ambulance with Bradley Cooper holding her hand. I guess if you're uh, if you're gonna have one last person to be with you, Bradley Cooper is quite dreamy. See, I spent a better part of my young adulthood wishing that Brooke Shields would be the last face I see. Yeah, but if you're Brooke Shields, the last person that she could see would be Bradley Cooper. On the other hand, the last person that she'd want to see is me. And Bradley Cooper goes, I just remember you when you were naked in that movie with the lagoon thing. That was so great. Did you really Did you really do that with your brother? No, nah, that was a uh, stunt double. Well, are you sure? Was Pretty a sure it was double. a stunt double. Yeah. And uh, Kim Kardashian, get this. She dressed as Cher from Clueless for Halloween. No kidding. Yeah. She just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I got dressed up like anything was when Ray J set the tadpoles free in Punani Pond. And that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. Wasn't that a film with Henry Fonda? Yes, it was returned to Punani Pond, just like uh, Brooke Shields. was. She went back to Blue Lagoon. Uh, Caitlin? I think that was Goo Lagoon. <laughs> Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once gave her a load of Honey Nut Cheerios. A little Anaheim Knuckle Buster. Uh-huh. uh-huh. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that giant hardened fudge nugget she left on my chesticles, she did it just so she could gobble it up like a pig at a trough. <laughs> you didn't even have to finish it. It was already <laughs> starting to be a classic. I was spouting shrimp sap faster than snot off a whip. <laughs> This is like playing limbo. How low can we go? <laughs> it never, ever gets low enough. Not lower than $10 in a fish dinner, though, I'll tell you that. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday traded. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you have it. The World Series is officially over. While some might be surprised to find out that it even began, I'm delighted to inform you that the World Series champions happen to be the Texas Rangers. Last night in a five-run shutout, the Rangers won their very first championship in franchise history, beating the Arizona Diamondbacks on the road in just five games. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, wait, they played five games already? Why? Yes, they did. And even though in the latest, uh, this is the least watched World Series in 54 years since they started taking ratings on these kinds of things, I, for one, am always delighted when a team who has sucked since their very inception, in this case 1961 when they were the Washington Senators, or 1972 when they moved to Texas, finally breaks through and wins that first World Series championship. Because you see, everybody eventually gets their chance to win one. Well, Everybody except the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Colorado Rockies, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the San Diego Padres. They're all waiting for it to happen to them. But everybody else in the Major League has gotten their chance to win at least once. Some of us have enjoyed multiple championships in our lifetime, and as you know, that's terribly satisfying. Especially true when your team has a history of mediocrity and underwhelming achievements. For example, did you realize that the Texas Rangers haven't had a winning season in seven years? Did you realize the Rangers haven't had a postseason win in a dozen years? And did you realize that for the first 35 years, they had never played in a postseason game? Not one. And on top of that, the first time they finished in first place was in 1994. 
during the work stoppage. Are you kidding? I could go on forever. But today, despite a long history of astonishingly terrible baseball, they are now World Series champions. And while I would never dream of tarnishing this moment with a swift dose of reality, it's almost a shame that hardly anybody watched it happen. Meaning that when it comes to the championship victory parade, everyone's going to have to take their word for it. Because most people would find it very hard to believe. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale at Rocky's. Milwaukee hand tools and accessories, screwdrivers, pliers, and more. Made right here in the U.S. of A. Only 20 bucks at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Foreigner with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Get a lot of this uh, very exciting broadcast lineup. Scott Zolak will be joining us after 8 o'clock. Okay, we'll talk about uh, Patriot football for the first time in two weeks. Uh, also, it's a Thunderbird Thursday. You're going to win a big giant prize pack of Thunderbird stuff plus tickets. And it's also... A day we give away another pair of tickets to the Iron Maiden at the DCU Center in Worcester. That's a hell of a lot of stuff. That is a lot of stuff. You know, uh, you, know, you got to pay for all that, though, if you actually want to go see the show. Yeah, well, I mean, everything has a, a cost. Well, some things have a cost, but wouldn't it be nice to get something back once in a while? Like $10 and maybe a fish dinner? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about it... Uh, who couldn't use a good 10 spot and uh, some good fish protein in their system. Here's this uh, article from Mass Live this morning. Uh, video footage shows a man associated with Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst handing cash to people outside of City Hall last weekend. City officials claim in sworn affidavits that the distribution of $10 bills clearly visible in the building's surveillance footage represents voter fraud. While Hurst, a longtime city councilor and attorney, was not captured handing out money, he can be seen driving his personal car in a row of vehicles, dropping off, then picking up voters who collected $10 bills minutes later. In sworn statements, officials noted that voters were required to present I voted early stickers to get the money. It's not a bad deal. You just uh, give me a sticker and I got to wear this around the day and I get 10 bucks and a fish dinner. I'd be happy to do that. City Solicitor John Payne has called for the Hamden DA's office to launch a criminal investigation. Payne said he was made aware of the incident on Saturday when staff from the city elections office were asked for payments by a series of previously unregistered voters. The Republican independently reviewed the video footage obtained through a public records request. The high-def video shows a man identified as Gilfrey T. Gregory peeling off bills for voters outside of City Hall. Separately, the Republican interviewed a man who confirmed that he was just paid $10 to vote for Hearst. It's extremely troubling. This is a fraud upon the elections process, Payne, a retired district court judge, said during an interview on Tuesday. Before I became a judge, I was, an active, I was active in elections for 30 years, and I never heard of anyone being paid for a vote. It is very serious. Incumbent Mayor uh, Dom Dom faces Hearst in an election on Tuesday. Hearst was the first runner-up in a five-way preliminary election in September. Sarno declined to comment for the story, and other city hall and election officials could not comment beyond their affidavits as well. Uh, in an interview Wednesday, Hearst flatly denied that anyone in his campaign paid for votes accusing Sarno administration of dirty politics in the waning days of the election season. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, is this the best they got? Any accusations that my team paid residents in exchange for their votes is unequivocal, unequivocally. I can't pronounce unequivocally. That Whatever. I'm not a. I'm not a politician. It's uh, false. False. And nothing more than an attempt by uh, Mayor Dom Dom to spread fake news to influence the election. Dom Dom trying to steal the election. Dom Dom steal. Dom Dom smash. <laughs> and is using the same paper that endorsed his candidacy to do it. That's according to Hearst. He could not explain. Why cash was explained outside City Hall that day. We don't pay for votes. We don't need to, period. And any suggestion that we have is an insult to this campaign and an insult to voters. We must be winning. We must be winning. We must be winning. Otherwise, these accusations would not be happening. In a statement Wednesday night, Hearst said he'll hold a press conference on what he called false accusations today at 11 a.m. at 1746 Parker Street in Springfield. A uh, state law on voter bribery, br- voter bribery says an offender can face up to a year in jail. A state elections official told the Republican that there is no scenario under which it would be permissible to pay a voter to cast a ballot. Right. Where was the thing about the fish dinner? Oh, yeah, $10 and a fish dinner. Those sworn documents state uh, that the elections office handed handled many last-minute registrants. Voters reportedly asked how they were supposed to collect a $10 payment and a fish dinner promised to them for voting for Hearst. On October 28th uh, was the last day to register to vote in the city. Hearst also pointed out that it would be speculative to assume for whom the voters on video cast their ballots. Who can they even know who they voted for, Hearst said. In a sworn affidavit obtained uh, through a public records request, Springfield Police Officer Kevin Sullivan recounted what he witnessed. During my shift, I was standing next to the ballot box when a man put his ballot on the box and asked me, Where do I get my $10? Sullivan stated. I said to him, You don't get $10 here. An elections member said, no one here has given you anything. I overheard another person say to the man who made the comment, you you don't say that. <laughs> While the person is not identified in Sullivan's narrative, video footage shows Gregory, a community engagement employee with the Pioneer Valley Project, handing out bills taken from his pants pocket and passing them out to voters on Sunday. Ooh, look who's got the Hamiltons all ready to go. Mm-hmm. Gregory is a convicted felon who served lengthy prison terms for a series of violent crimes. All right, well, I don't know what that has to do with the uh, price of tea in China. Right. But. Because this isn't about a criminal. Uh, well, this isn't well, about a violent crime. No, this but. This is about perhaps uh, maybe a crime. Like a serious allegation yeah. of, uh, of fraud. So, uh, so yeah, that's what's going on in downtown Springfield. Well, you know, here's here's the thing. First of all, I'm uh, I'm very hesitant to start uh, pointing fingers at anybody because uh, nowhere in this video does it show Justin Hurst doing anything, but you know, maybe uh, Uber driving in his spare time. I mean, that's uh, you know, that's good cash on the side, yeah. right? Um, but I will say, uh, if I may focus on uh, on Mr. Gregory here for a second, uh-huh. under no circumstances. Could you buy my vote for $10? But a fish dinner. Yeah, I know. That's, is something totally different. That that is the deal sealer right there. I mean, I want to know what kind of uh what side dishes there are. Does this include say a dessert? Well, it could be just fish and chips. I love fish and chips. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, but uh, is, it, is it the coleslaw? Do you get bread? How many fries uh, are well, on the plate? I, I'm guessing it's a meal. I mean, wh- how could you how could you not promise a full meal for a vote? I mean, a vote's a, it's a pretty hefty thing to be asking somebody to do. Sure. It's a, Especially that, if that's not the person you intended to vote for. 
Well, I mean, if uh, let's say I was not going to vote for Ju- Justin Hurst, and I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying I'm supporting anybody because I don't live in Springfield anymore. Right. So my vote uh, means nothing to anybody but the people of uh, the great town of Hamden. But let's just say you did. Uh, yeah, hypothetically, let's say I was still living in in Springfield. Well, where is this fish dinner? Because you know there are some places that uh, give a that do fish beautifully, and there are some places where it's uh, not so great. Yeah, what kind of fish dinner are you talking? About? I mean, are we just talking like a couple of fish sticks, or are we talking like a big, you know, gigantic piece of uh, deep fried haddock or cod? A, f- a fillet of fish? Yes, that's not that's that's not a fish dinner to me. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a fish dinner to somebody. Sure. I mean, I'm not discounting how delicious a filet of fish is, especially during the Lenten season. But when it comes to casting a vote, yeah, I'm going to need a few more details. No, I, I can easily make this decision. You get Dom Dom going, you vote for me, you get integrity. And then uh, you turn to Justin Hurst. You vote for me, uh, you get $10 and a fish dinner. Sorry, Dom Dom. <laughs> we'll see you at the Rainbow Bridge, buddy. I mean, I hate to talk about some sort of uh, electoral upset here, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know that's quite a bargain. Yeah, ten bucks and a, ten bucks and a fish dinner—that's better than twenty dollars in comedy a show and loft comedy in Chicopee. Twenty dollars for a dinner and a show. Okay, that's seemingly a good deal for the comedy show. You have to pay yeah, the twenty dollars. Yeah, this There's way, a big difference. This is a rebate. This is the voter rebate program going on in Springfield. You get ten bucks and a fish dinner. It's six twenty-two with Bax and Nagle at Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty-eight in the classic rock of Everclear on Rock One Hundred Two. I love Everclear. Do you really? Yeah, I remember. I had, I was, I'm, I'm so into them that I interviewed Art Alexakis, and then I didn't <laughs> turn his mic on. Well, so that had just, to be a very one-sided conversation. Yeah, you know what? I think people would probably want to hear that. Just just hear me. Yeah. Hear me ask a question and then five minutes of dead silence and then me asking another question. At the end, did you say, uh, could I get an ID from you from the celebrity hotline? I said, could you do an ID for us? <laughs> it's the Max and Nagel show. It is a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll have some uh, great stuff to give away a little bit later on. Also, Scott Zolak. He'll be joining us, and uh, a very special interview with uh, comedian uh, Paul Verzi. He's going to be at the Loft Comedy Club tomorrow night. We recorded that uh, yesterday uh, with Marty in the studio, so a uh, very, very funny guy, and he's going to be at Loft on Friday. All right. Would All you right. like to laugh? I am ready to laugh. All right, let's laugh. It's Bax and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. All right, every time there was a crime, no matter how terrible, he would uh, hear the details from his officers, uh, local police chief this is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and say, well, it could always be worse. And one day, police were called to a beautiful house on a quiet street that belonged to a wealthy businessman and his wife, the Dunwoodies. You know the Dunwoodies. Sure. When they arrived, they found the door open, front door open, and heard the sound of crying from the kitchen. The wife was sitting in a blood-drenched negligee at the kitchen table, crying hysterically. The husband was sitting calmly across from her, his hands covered in blood. He sipped a coffee. Bloody bloody footprints led up the stairs to the master bedroom. A naked man was face up on the bed with a knife protruding from his chest. His clothes were on the floor, and there was $1,000 cash sitting on the nightstand. And the investigation, uh, the, the investigating officers immediately called for the chief to come to the scene. And you know what he'll say, said one of them. It could have been worse. 
A while later, the chief arrived along with the crime scene unit and a couple of detectives. The chief winced as he looked at the bloody scene in the bedroom, then walked away shaking his head. Well, it could have been worse, he said. One of the cops, feeling brave, calls out to him. Chief, I have to ask you, how? I mean, a man is dead. His family is destroyed. Mr. Dunwoody found out his wife is a high-priced escort and committed murder, and now the Dunwoody's kids' lives are ruined. How could it have possibly been worse? And the chief looks at him for a moment and he goes, well, for one thing, if this had been yesterday, that dead guy would have been me. Oh, because he was paying the Dunwoody's too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could have been worse. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert for... 634 with Max and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. We'll learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Max. A, uh, well, I'm not going to lead with the Justin Hurst story because we just talked about that for like 10 minutes. Unless you want me to. Well, I mean, it's a big, uh, it's a big story. I mean, uh, people want to know how to get a fish dinner. Uh... You mean a fish dinner and ten dollars and ten dollars? That's that's the deal. That's the the ten the fish dinner is the thing that seals it all. See, I would use that ten dollars as the tip to that fish dinner. Yeah, because I'm a heavy tipper. Mayoral candidate and city councilor Justin Hurst uh, today will address allegations of voter bribery leveled at him uh, this week by city officials. Members of the public and the media have been invited to the 11 a.m. press conference will be held at uh, 1746 Parker Street. Are you going to go? I have uh, an appointment today that uh, I cannot miss, so sadly I will not be able to attend. Uh, The mayor's false accusations in this historic race, his attempt to steal the election, will not go unchecked, Hearst said in a statement issued on Wednesday evening. As described in a report and video published uh, uh, by Mass Live yesterday, the uh, and the Republican footage allegedly shows a man associated with Hearst campaign giving out cash to people outside City Hall last weekend after they emerged from voting. Hearst's uh, people can be seen on video uh, being shuttled uh, back and forth by him. Uh, OK. All right. Well, I mean, uh, the video I saw, I just saw a couple of vehicles. I did not see him. I didn't see him either. Yes, I only I saw that guy uh, handing out uh, Hamilton's like yeah. uh like he was on Broadway. Yeah, it's, I feel like uh, I I feel like until there's actual proof, I don't want to say that uh, Justin is involved in this or not. But uh, you know, clearly, uh, the guy with the ten dollar bill and the fish dinner. Yeah, that's the guy I wish I had seen uh, downtown. Mayor Dom Dom released a statement, by the way. He did. Yeah. Butchy balls. Can you believe this ten dollar bill fish dinner bullshit scheme going on in my town? Huh? You people want Hamilton. I could have just called that entertainment gal over at MGM, brought that whole Broadway show up right to Main Street. Mm-hmm. But would you provide it a, t- a fish dinner? I don't think so. No, no, no. Instead, what? I'm doing things over here the right and legal way, and we got Long Justin Silva over here. I'm performing his version of Hamilton right downtown Springfield. Let me tell you something. Uh, I would really want to know where this fish dinner is coming from. You know, if this is coming from, like, the basement of some church somewhere, yeah. I'm not so sure I want it. But if you're... You're talking about uh, you know like it being uh, you know, made by someone with a with a fine reputation for high dining here in Springfield. Well, I might consider that. 
I I would consider that too. Yeah. That's not a bad deal. No, ten. Yeah, it's a great deal. What do you need ten dollars for? You remember that time uh, when I was exposed to COVID nineteen and COVID nineteen had to quarantine for fourteen days. Remember when that dingbat Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone? By the time he hooked it up, he had three missed calls from Dom Dom. <laughs> and by the way, God rest all those souls who perished on the Titanic. But let me tell you this. If I was on that boat, that iceberg would have jumped right the hell out of the way. <laughs> iceberg would have known better. And just remember, if it looks like chicken and it smells like chicken and it tastes like chicken, but Dom Dom says it's beef, then it's beef. There ain't no fish dinners around here. Ooh, fa, bada bing, God bless Dom Sano. <sighs> God right, bless we, the city of Springfield. All right, we get we got that out of our system. All right, good. A uh, Springfield man was arrested in Chicopee <laughs> after a traffic stop on Monday. According to the uh, department, around 2.28 p.m., detectives in an unmarked police vehicle saw a vehicle driving on Fuller Road. The detectives recognized the driver and knew that he had a suspended license. The detectives conducted a traffic stop, and the driver was removed from the vehicle and placed under arrest. 40-year-old Leon Jenkins from Springfield was arrested and charged with operating a motor vehicle with a suspended license, subsequent offense, no inspection sticker, and uh, possess possession to distribute Class B uh, drug subsequent offense. I don't know what that is. What's, a, cla- what's a Class B? I don't know my drug classes. Well, there's a, you get your Class A. Yeah. You got your class B. Yeah. You got your class C. Uh, that's your biggest. I think the wasn't D the biggest? Yeah, they got uh, class D. Yes. That's your biggest. This guy should have went to the uh, Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. Uh, he would have been the head of the class. Listen, if you're known to police around the area, you need to put on like a like a top hat or something to disguise yourself from being recognized by those very police officers. We talked about Clark Kent and those glasses. No one recognized him. That's right. Put on a pair of glasses. No one will know who you are. Lois Lane and Jimmy were fooled for years, including the uh, the guy at the paper. Who was the, who was the uh, head of the newspaper at the Daily Point? <sighs> that guy. Yes, that guy. You know there's like Superman nerds out there screaming it in their car. Yeah, I'm picturing the guy from the TV show. I, I'm I'm picturing it. Um, um, ah, yeah. God, who was the guy in charge of the Daily Planet? I don't know, but uh, somebody, somebody will be texting us on Facebook in no time. They'll be texting us in no time. A uh, woman has been arrested following a stabbing incident that occurred Thursday in Holyoke on uh, Thursday, October 26th. Officers were alerted by a concerned citizen about a female victim who had just sustained multiple stab wounds in an alley on Sergeant Street. Upon arrival, officers discovered a female victim with severe stab wounds to her head and body. They immediately provided medical assistance while awaiting the arrival of the ambulance. The injured woman was brought to Bay State for the serious injuries. During the course of the investigation, detectives were able to identify the suspect as 31-year-old Francesca Vasquez of Holyoke. Uh, A warrant was obtained uh, for her arrest on several charges, including assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, causing serious bodily injury, and all kinds of other things on Wednesday. The Mass State Police uh, took Francesca into custody on the warrant issued by the Holyoke District Court. Steve, I'm being told that the uh, the editor of the Daily Planet mm-hmm. was Perry White. Perry White. I almost That's said Perry Mason, but that would have been wrong, and no. I would have looked like a jerk. Well, I look like a jerk not knowing who, uh, not even getting the Perry thing right. I knew the Perry. I didn't know the last, I, I, I stumbled across the last name. It's not Matthew Perry. That's for sure. No. Yeah. Not, uh... Katie Perry. Or Betty White. Uh, or, like you said, Perry Mason. Um, uh, any other uh, famous Perrys you can think of? Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Perry. Mm-hmm. Wasn't him either. No. 
Perry King from, I believe, uh, what was that uh, TV show? Was that, uh, oh, God, Perry. I thought it was Percy King. No, that's Percy Sledge. Oh, Percy Sledge. I keep getting all the Percys. And you're the thinking of maybe. Sister Sledge. No, no, no. You're thinking of uh, you're thinking of uh, the one that D. Schneider was part of. No, no, Steve. That's Twisted Sister. No, you're thinking of that ice cream cone you can get with the vanilla and the chocolate. No, 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 Steve. That's a Mr. Twisty. That's no, a twisty a twi- cone. It's just a twist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, several vehicles were broken into at Westfield State University Tuesday night, and one vehicle was also reported stolen. Well, thank God they didn't bring those uh, out-of-towners into Lammers Hall yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would have would, been like Thunderdome yeah. at that point. This would this would never have happened had the uh, had those uh, those people been able to stay in the dorms. Westfield State uh, University police are now working with the state police to identify the individuals involved in the incidents. This is not the first time the campus has reported this issue. A string of vehicles were stolen from campus parking lots last month. University police said they will continue to patrol all parking lots daily. They ask if you see anything suspicious to call university police with a description of the individuals or the vehicle. You know uh, uh, what's been kind of crossing my mind lately? Because I've been seeing a lot more of these. These bicycles, these electric bicycles that people have, Mm -hmm. they're like motorcycles. They go pretty damn fast. They do. They probably go about 30 miles an hour. I can barely get a regular bicycle to go that fast. But you can't hear them either. And I'm like, this is a perfect tool for a criminal. An electric you, bicycle. An electric bicycle, you can get away easily on it. You, mm-hmm. It's not like you can hear the motor going of a uh, like a motorcycle kind yeah. of thing. It's, Here, here's, the, here's the problem with that. I mean, uh, I don't know if you know this, no. uh, but some criminals are not that sharp. So when they get on a an electric bicycle, mm-hmm. but it's not fully charged, the police can catch up to you. Oh, really? Yes, when the battery dies. Yes, but I'm just saying, uh, if you're going to be uh, breaking into cars in the middle of the night, you take I, the bike and you drive away. I'm just merely pointing out a, uh, a a risk analysis of this situation. If I'm a criminal, what's better, to run on foot, take a regular bicycle, or an electric bicycle? I got to tell you, I'm torn. Uh, electric bicycle. I, I don't I'm going to get away I, easier I, I, than that. I don't know. A uh, homeless encampment continues to grow in Hampshire County, and now the mayor of Northampton is reacting to the issue. Near Texas Road in Northampton, you can see a campsite made up of dozens of tents. This is causing some community concern. The Northampton mayor's office sent uh, 22 News a statement regarding the growing problem. They say in part, Mayor Shiara wants uh, to assure residents that the Northampton Division of Community Care is on the ground actively assessing the situation. She goes on to say, the city is committed to finding a solution that serves the best interest of all involved parties. Have you ever been to a homeless camp before? Uh, no, I have not been to a homeless camp. I learned all kinds of things. I learned how to make, uh, I went to, when I was a kid with a homeless camp. Really? Yeah, I learned how to make a uh, stew out of a shoelace and a boot. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I learned how to make a, uh, a toilet out of a Homer Home Depot bucket. Sure. Uh, I learned all kinds of cool things. I learned how to make hooch by picking up found fruit rinds in the trash can. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, good, uh, a good skill. Yeah. You know, in order to get people out of a tent city yeah. situation, you know, there needs to be some level of incentive. You know, there needs to be something... You know, I don't know if it's cash or you know, other forms of shelter, but you know, if I'm living up in Northampton, I would strongly urge that the mayor offer these homeless 
liquor licenses formerly owned by Eric Schuer. Uh, I think that would be a great idea. Think about what they could do. You could start a business right then and there. You don't have to live in a tent here in downtown. You could live in this bar. You could live in a, you, we could give you the opportunity to, to, uh, to, to purchase a bar and restaurant with this liquor license that has already been used uh, previously, just been sitting there dormant. What could we call it? Hobos. Hobos. Hobos Lounge. I love yeah, it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Hobos. I'd go to Hobos. Yeah. Or uh, sack on a stick. You know, like <laughs> like, a, like a homeless guy would be carrying around a sack on a stick. Yeah. yeah. Like a, you go like you go into Hobos and the uh, and the uh, and the the hostess says, uh, "Would you care to sit on a high top or a pop tent?" Yeah. Would you like to sit on the ground tonight? <laughs> we have a. We have a lovely we have a lovely outdoor drum over there uh, yeah. with uh, some burned newspapers yeah. and uh, some old pallets. Bucket or booth? <laughs> yeah. Bu- <laughs> but yeah, yeah, smoking or non-smoking in the bucket <laughs> or booths. Yeah. I like that one. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 48. Tomorrow, would you like some fresh ground pepper? <laughs> That's over the, the perfect amount of over pepper. Over your shoe stew. <laughs> Sunny with a high of 48. Hey, what are you? Hey, what are we spending money in this place for? There's 10 bucks and a fish dinner downtown Springfield. You got to get yeah, there, What's though. going on? It's uh, it's cold. It's 27 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. I am- rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 651 in Credence with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Next hour, uh, comedian Paul Verzi is going to be at the Loft Comedy Club on uh, actually tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, not only that, we also have Scott Zolak on the way in Thunderbird Thursday. Tickets to Saturday's game against Lehigh Valley. It also happens to be Tommy Cross night, where the first 3,000 fans get a Tommy Cross bobblehead. Ooh. Think about that, huh? I'd like a Tommy Cross bobblehead, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, tonight, though, is, uh, is a big night for both of us. It's the Mayflower Marathon comedy night at the Armory. At MGM Springfield. It's brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Aquapump. It is a night of laughs, and there are still a few uh, tickets left. Not a whole lot of them, but there's a few uh, still available. Marty Caproni, the headliner, uh, Brian Plum, Katie Arroyo, plus you and me, Bax and Nagel, serving as hosts. Uh, special guest Barry Krieger. We'll also have a silent auction featuring uh, items from MGM Springfield, the Springfield Thunderbirds, and a whole lot more to benefit the Mayflower Marathon. All the proceeds are going to the open pantry. You want to buy tickets? Uh, there's less than 30 left. Go to rock102.com. The tickets could be yours for tonight, the Mayflower Marathon Comedy Night. Again, thanks to Dave Miner, Exterior Home Improvements and Aquapop, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to that show tonight. Should be fun. I mean, uh, you know, I'm a little nervous. I won't, uh, I won't listen, lie. Listen, I won't, uh, I won't lie to you. There's nothing to be nervous about. People are coming out. They know what kind of humor you have. They're, yeah. They're, they're very forgiving people. They're very forgiving audience. Yeah. Eh, they know you haven't done this in a while. Eh, I should be the one to nervous because I've been doing it now, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody's going to like this crap. Remember when uh, when Axl Rose uh, you know, kind of you know, 
fell into obscurity for a couple of years and no one really heard him and then he came back with a with a brand new record and people thought oh my god he sounds like garbage he sounds like uh, somebody uh, compared it to Mr. Hebert from yeah. uh, Family Guy singing Sweet Child of Mine Ooh, Sweet Child of Mine yeah well that's uh, you know you, you can't help but uh, have that in the back of your head that uh, it's either going to be acceptable or uh, atrocious and somewhere in between so uh, we'll see how that goes you know what, Bax, in a world of uh, Axl Roses, you need to be... Uh, you are an Izzy Stradlin. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to that's think of the other name. Happy to, happy to finish your thoughts, yeah. Steve. Happy but, to uh, do it. But yeah, it, it should be a great show tonight. Um, I'm really... I'm really excited that we're doing more things in order to get prepared for the actual uh, marathon, because... The food insecurity issue is just unbelievable right now. We know? talked about uh, one in five families mm-hmm. in Springfield. Possible? How come you haven't heard that? Because most people don't really want to talk about it, right? You know, if they're if they're in a in a tough spot. Well, it's a pride thing. You're not gonna you're not gonna tell. You don't want to admit to somebody that you're getting food assistance from somebody else. Yeah. That's like one of those things. And and in you know the stereotypical homeless person that, you know, we were just talking about homeless camps and all that stuff, tongue-in-cheek kind of humor. Right. But uh, that's not the, that's not what we're doing here. We're helping, We yes, essentially, yeah, they do have services for homeless people through the open pantry. The open pantry has many different services that they, that they go. But our goal is to collect the non-perishable food donations. So families who can't afford, you know, the cost yeah. of groceries go up week after week. So if you can't afford a, a load of groceries... At least they can give you a box of stuff that you can take and hopefully last you a week or two. The, the thing to keep in mind is, yeah, you, they do. the Open Pantry has a lot of services. If they didn't have donations from the Mayflower Marathon, they would have to purchase this food from the uh, the food bank, which is fine. That, that, there's nothing wrong with doing that. They would get it at, at cost. But without the Mayflower Marathon, mm-hmm. the fact is they might not be able to survive as an operation. So it's a very, very important cause, and it's helping not just a few people. It's helping a lot of people in this community so you know get your uh, get your collections together talk to your friends your neighbors uh, your the, the people you work with see what you can do to help out this year's mayflower marathon the 30th mayflower marathon at mgm springfield the people that you meet when you're walking down the street yes they're the Those people in your neighborhood the food insecure in your neighborhood uh real quick i know we, uh, we don't have much time but i'm reading this thing on reddit here the uh, from the off my chest uh category <laughs> Right? Okay. You ready for this one? Yes. I almost vomited when I saw my husband's browsing history. I, 27 female, I was married with my husband, 29 male, for six years. We both work from home. My shift starts at 5 a.m. and his starts at 9. Earlier this morning, around 4.30 a.m., I woke up uh, and noticed a, uh, a, a thing on my husband's phone, low battery notification. So I grab his phone and I carry it to my computer to charge it. I don't know what got into me, but I decided to check his logs and see what's keeping him busy with his phone late at night. And my, uh, oh my gosh, I saw different videos, so many videos of mother breastfeeding their babies mm-hmm. in his history. Sure. My mind is so clouded right now, I honestly don't know what to think. I mean, I'll understand if it's porn, but what is, what is this? Well, I got a buddy. 
<laughs> who likes pregnancies? Well, not maybe not so much the feeding part, the pre-feeding part. The time before they the get time, hungry. Yes, the time before the incubator is done. I got up on it. As soon as water is broken, yeah. I stop caring. Yes. Did you know it's not really water? <laughs> it's 658 at Rock 102. This is View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor power headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you might think that I would want to take a moment or two to remember the late Basketball Hall of Fame coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, Bobby Knight, who died yesterday at the age of 83. I mean, the man won three national titles, had five Final Four appearances, coached his team to 11 Big Ten championships, and finished his coaching career with 902 wins and only 371 losses. But I'm not going to do that. I mean, sure, I could sit here and talk about his many achievements, such as being named the AP Coach of the Year three times, and the five times he was named Coach of the Year in his conference, or even the fact he won the Naismith College Coach of the Year in 1987. But I'm not even going to do that either. I'm not going to talk about his Hall of Fame induction in 1991 or his induction to the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 2006. I'm not even going to mention the gold medal he won at the 1984 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. And I'm certainly not going to mention all of the controversial stuff either. Like that time he threw the chair during that game against Purdue, or the time he assaulted one of his assistant coaches, or the time he appeared to kick his son, or the time he produced a whip at practice, or that time he punched the team's director of information, or the cop he punched at the 1981 Pan American Games, or the many times in which he berated reporters with harsh obscenities and fits of rage. I'm not even going to mention that stuff, nor am I going to mention how he was fired at Indiana for allegedly choking a player, nor will you hear me mention that one interview he did with Connie Chung in which, in which things went very poorly. I'm not going to get into any of that stuff, because that would be seen as insensitive, because even the controversial stuff should not be spoken about during this national time of mourning. Sure, he was a complicated fella, but you don't need me bringing up that stuff at this particular time. No, sir. I prefer to talk about more positive things, things that show the great game of basketball in a more, in a more positive light. Instead, I would much prefer to talk about and focus my attention on the undefeated Boston Celtics who beat the Indiana Pacers last night by a score of 155 to 104 instead. Unfortunately, I'm all out of time. Perhaps we can talk about that later. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Have you met the new paint person in the Agawam Rockies? Lissa just completed her training and she's eager to help you with your painting project. Good people like Lissa and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Motley Crue with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I had it with... I didn't scrape. I didn't have my uh, my Alecman and Detusa ice scraper in the car. Yeah. I got to get... I got to you know, I gotta put all my ice scraping stuff into the, the new vehicle. Uh, so I had to do the old-fashioned way this morning. Yeah. I, uh, I kept uh, hitting the washer fluid. On my windshield, just to be able to see through it. Well, the washer fluid is fine. The washer fluid is not fine. I should have uh, started the vehicle up uh, in, in time. I didn't realize it was cold as it was until I got out of the garage. You know, uh, I know we're getting into this uh, this interview here in a second, but uh, I just start the car and let it run for five minutes. That usually clears up the 
a little bit of frost yeah, that's a, on here. A, a smart guy would have done that, and I have the ability to do that. I just haven't figured out how to do it. Do you have electric start with your new car? <laughs> I do. I got wow, it. see? I know. I just didn't do it yet. I, uh, I, I missed that. I don't have that anymore. Really? Yeah. yeah so now I got to tell, yeah, oh, hey. tell you. It's a pretty nice uh, little feature. Uh, yesterday after the show, while Marty was here, we interviewed uh, comedian Paul Verzi. Paul is going to be at the Loft Comedy Club on Friday, tomorrow night, for a hell of a great comedy show. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is that interview yeah. from... Uh, yeah, here's Marty's interview with Paul Verzi. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. you'd be surprised by yeah. how little we're involved. Right. Uh, <laughs> Rock 102. Good. How are you, bud? We're very, very good. We're all just saying that we just uh, we all watched old dudes uh, this week. Old dads. Oh, old, old dads. dads. Yeah. Old dad. Why say old dudes? I meant old dads. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Well, I just destroyed this uh, interview, haven't I? Old dudes. Oh, really? That's a good. Oh, that's a good show. You know, he he just screwed me up when he said it because I had I had it right on the tip of my tongue and then he said it and I was like, Am I saying it wrong? Oh, no, no, it's, it's totally me. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old dads. Paul, I was telling him, Paul, that I uh, you had your uh, you had a big part in that. I I was uh, happy to see you and uh, happy to see Bartnick in it. I thought you guys, uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, no, that was um, you know it's funny because I was only there for like a couple days and shooting that scene, and it's just you know small parts like five lines, but so many people are like reaching, uh, you know, so many people are reaching out about it, and I'm really happy that it's doing so well. So thanks. Well, I mean, uh, Bill Burr, obviously, people are excited about, you know, content from him, especially, uh, you know, of all the stand-up specials that he's had. People love the guy, and uh, it was nice to see him uh, bring it out in film form. Yeah, man, his uh, directorial debut, he crushed it, and um, Bartnick, my buddy Joe Bartnick, just throwing <laughs> haymakers, knocking everybody out. It was uh, it was a fun, it was awesome. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better casting than uh, than – you two guys in a strip bar and Joe beating up people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, dude. And then having Bobby Cannavale there and all that, it was like, it was, it was wild, man. It was, um, it was so much fun. So, uh, and I guess like it's doing, you know, there's actually a, you know, an actor strike, so we can't really talk too much from, but it's, it's doing great. Thank God. That's great. That's Good. awesome. Hey, Paul, I was telling him how, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of people in New England here are familiar with you from when you were uh, touring opener with, with Burr. But now that you're uh, you've had your own specials and your own uh, world tour and everything going on. And uh, I was talking about how it's great to have you coming back to Western Mass back in the back in the Cabot days. I remember we used to have you all the time and you used to come up and uh, yeah. absolutely level the place. And uh, now we're going to have you coming back to do loft. So uh we're excited about it, man. Dude, I haven't been to Loft, and I remember those times going to to Cabot and all that. You know, um, and you know, where better to where better to to wind down my world tour than Chicopee, Massachusetts? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? like, that's en- that's <laughs> ended a lot of tours, in fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I'll be I'll be honest, dude. Like we've, I always have a great time out there, and. Um, I haven't been to performing in the New England area in a long time. And, um, you know, Marty and I, I remember, like, we would do that. I would, people would be like, man, you really love that that room out there in, in Springfield or whatever. And I would be like, there's something about, there's something about, you know, just that intimate, cool, cool type comedy club where I'm, you know, bringing the hours. So I'm looking forward to doing it at the Loft. And uh, I haven't been in New England in a long time, so I'm excited. Yeah, Verz, one of my favorite stories to tell people when they ask if I know you is uh, the time that we were both in Saratoga 
and you were doing the Comedy Works Comedy Club, and I was doing the winery down the road. And the next morning, we we met for lunch at the winery, and you and I were both oh in our goodness. we were both in our track suits out on the lawn with a wine flight <laughs> and a cheese platter. <laughs> Dude, that was, I mean, when you, yeah, you called me up and you were like, hey, do you want to go? There's a really cool winery. And, and when we got there and we were sitting in a backyard with like a violin playing, I, was like, I think we're in the wrong. This is like, it was, yeah, it was like we were two criminals hiding yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We looked like we were for witness protection. <laughs> so we're sitting there and I, I, I look at Verzi and, and uh, you go, uh, Hey, you know, if we were gay, this would be a real nice date. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, gonna dude, say, I, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten that romantic at a place with my wife. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, some beautiful backyard. I was gonna say, it almost sounds like you know, Vito from The Sopranos with Johnny Cakes. That's what it felt <laughs> yeah. like. That's what the story sounds like. <laughs> I, dude, I remember that was amazing. They were pouring us like wine or whatever. Yeah. And we were sitting there eating, and we were sitting in this big, beautiful backyard. And I was almost—I felt guilty. I almost like yeah. had to call and tell my wife. <laughs> the, the whole the whole clientele was all like women in sundresses out, like having baby showers and, and girls' like nights rose. out. Everybody had like <laughs> yeah. rose. And there's Paul and I in our tracksuits. Yeah, this is nice. This is pleasant. Hey, oh, look at the charcuterie <laughs> around here. <laughs> Never felt so Italian yeah, in my like, life. You guys got pizza? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got some uh, fried jalapeno poppers around here or something. It was great. That was when you were, that was, I remember that week too, that was when you were running your hour for your first special, because I remember you did that bit about the guys in the pizza shop with flour all over them, and you were- You know something, you were, yeah, dude, Marty, you were actually, I think I told you this, but you were actually somebody that, when you said, because you were sitting in the back of the comedy yeah. room, and I was running the hour- and a lot of times what people don't realize is when you run a comedy hour, you're about to do a special, sometimes something happens the weekend you're running it where you just add something and do something. And I guess I had said something, and you go, dude, when you added that one thing about the, the guy being a Mets fan or something, <laughs> your thing, and I was just like... And uh, and it ended up making the special. I remember that. Dude, that I re- was awesome. I remember. I went to the taping. You did the taping to Terrytown Music Hall. I went down for the taping, and it was it was cool to watch what I had saw in a small club in a in a packed out theater with you know the camera cranes and everything all around it, and yeah. and watch it's, you do it. It's nice to watch Marty help successful comedians. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Story of my life. Story of my life. Oh, that's a... <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah, since so then, Marty's gonna be, so Marty, you better be there. On, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to be there. Okay. I, right. Lord knows, I'm probably not working that night, Paul. So I'll, <laughs> I'll probably be there. Um, <laughs> but I, I and I, you know, so we watched that hour, and then I I I, I saw your you, the the other special, the latest one that was out on Netflix and stuff. And I know you're you're working the new hour now. I was just telling these boys. In fact, I'll say it now publicly. But we have uh, Adrian. Uh, she's coming in a couple of weeks to, to run her hour because she's going to be doing a taping. And, uh, you know, it's fun for me to watch a guy like yourself who's developed into a world-class comedian. And it's an honor to have you coming right here to check me back. <laughs> yeah, the highlight of your career. Dude, I'm looking... <laughs> no, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm not doing one minute. You know, that's the thing, too, I want people to know. It's like 
I'm not doing one minute from the Netflix special. Like, you know, I, I respect the people's money. I'm coming out there, and uh, it's a completely different hour. I actually think it's the best hour. Uh, listen, I stand behind the Netflix special. I stand behind Nocturnal. I, I love it, and I'm proud of it. But this new one, it's, uh, it's more edgy. I can tell you this, though. Don't come out to the loft in Chicopee Mass this weekend if you are easily offended. <laughs> Love home. It. We don't need you. I don't need you in there. We don't want you in there. Yeah, we've been, we've been saying that for the last uh, six months or so. Yeah. Promoting yeah. this place. Don't come out if you're offended. It's true. Of course, it's located in Chicopee where those people cannot be offended they by anything. They really can't. It's a no, great, that, it's that's why it's a great place to run an hour is because... It really the the people have the sensibility of like a true kind of road room, but like also the uh, ability to be quiet during a show and let you let you do your jokes. It's a nice mix. It's awesome. Now you always run a you always all the like there are certain rooms that are just like you got to just run them good. I, I can't stand the rooms that just you know are are run bad. And then I was at a place I don't want to mention any names. All right, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus here. But like some of these places, what's that, it like, rhyme don't... with? <laughs> 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 no, no, it's it's it's. I'll tell you this: it was in Jersey, and it was an absolute. You know, it, and, yeah. but here's the thing: listen, I already know the club. Can, <laughs> One note or less. It's a dump. You know, it's just a dump, and I'm never going back. But the thing is that I'm never going back. I told my agent, you know, and it's just I'm, I'm not going back to these these. these the people are stupid. The, the, you know, there's no security. And then I love the clubs that are like, no, no, we like, we don't need security. We like when you interact. And I'm like, no, oh, you're cheap. You don't want to pay somebody to do their job. Like, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah Gotham, I, like Gotham Comedy Club in New York, they do it great. They literally have ex-NYPD detectives yeah. in the door. Like, they'll throw you out by your head. And then you go to these other places, and there's nobody there. But, um, no, I, I love... The best rooms are the rooms where people are just like, we're here to shut up for a while, and we're here to watch. Uh, we're here to watch a good show, and it was always like that, even in um, when we were at the other room. Yeah, and you know we have, uh, you know, Carlos Garcia is. Uh, it's like one of my brothers. He's the uh, he's the house MC slash manager and slash security guard. So he'll he'll toss somebody out on their head too. <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't know if he told you, but he bailed me out recently. Yeah, at the funny bone. Um, they told, told me last. He was actually on a show for me, and he goes, Paul Verzi just called now. I go, go. Just get in your car and go. <laughs> and he said, you guys had a yeah, good that's time. That's another dump I'm never going back to. <laughs> that's another dump. I, mean, I don't even care. I'll say that. Yeah, what am I going to not perform in a strip mall next to a, a Dave and Buster's and a Maggie McFly's or whatever it is? Like, I show up there, and the guy's like, yeah, we don't have anybody. You didn't bring anybody? And I'm like, well, no, nah, it's fine. I'll just go on after the host. And he's like, yo, no host. And I'm like, what? And, and I was like, and I'm like calling people. And I remember Carlos had said, hey, I'm coming. Yeah. So I go, hey, man, are you here? Because you could go up. And he was like, no. And he ended up like getting his car and getting there. And um, from the stage when I was done, I was like, thank you, guys. The show started 45 minutes late. Uh, and uh, I told the crowd, I was like, yeah, I was like, thank you guys so much for hanging in there. I was like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> and, um, and the guy goes, "Oh, you know, you said you were never coming back, but you didn't say you were uh, only kidding afterwards." And uh, I was just like, "Yeah, because I'm never coming back." Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Paul Verzi is going to be at the Love Comedy Club on uh, on Friday night. Paul, it's great to talk to you. Best of luck with uh, with the show and uh, and with your hour. 
I can't wait to uh, to come out there uh, in all seriousness. It's going to be a great time. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, thanks take so care, much. Paul. All right, Paul Verzi with Bax and Nagel and Marty on Rock 102. Thursday, November 6th, it's 727 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. By the way, if you ever miss uh, any any part of the Bax and Nagel show, you can always go back and listen to the uh, the daily podcast. It's brought to you by Marcotte Ford that got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford and Holyoke. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week, my 200th episode. Uh, and my guest is Thomas Walsh, formerly of the band Pugwash, a great Irish uh, power pop uh, you know, artist, one of the great songwriters of his generation. And I mean that. I am, I'm not yanking your chain. I really... The guy's phenomenal. What, what if I want you to yank my chain? Well, that's a different discussion, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, his new album is called The Rest is History, and uh, you'll be able to hear that conversation on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Uh, well, Dan Brown can give you the forecast because he's the expert, and I'm not. It's freaking cold out there, man. It is cold. You know what? I, when I was walking in, and I was thinking, man, how how great would this be? Uh, you know, we've got uh, that little walkway up to yeah. the front door, and it's got those like those uh, those traction strips, you know, like so you're you're, you're not supposed to slip. Yeah. <clears throat> I uh, I forgot my phone in my car uh, this morning, right? And uh, I went back out to the car. I nearly slipped, and I thought, man, if I had gotten injured in a workplace accident, yeah. I would freaking own this place. I know. I felt the same way as I was walking up that walkway. Yeah. The little boardwalk that we got going on out there. Oh, mm. man, I, I, wish I, I wish I wasn't so nimble. Uh, I, I was up uh, pretty early this morning, and uh, I had to turn the heat on because it was, it was nippy in there. Mm. My, I was uh, I was protruding out of my chest. You could like you know? uh, knit your own sweater, so oh, to speak. I could, I could cut a I could uh, cut diamonds with that thing. I could uh, you put a record on my chest. I yeah. could play it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> don't play it backwards. It'll ruin the nipple. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to hear uh, how uh, Paul McCartney buried Paul. <laughs> I buried yeah. Paul. Yeah. Don't play. Yeah. Don't play Stairway to Heaven backwards on your nipples. But uh, yeah, a little little too chilly for my liking. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, it's November, and yeah, this is the kind of weather you can expect in this horrible month. It's getting worse. Oh, I know. We're, I know. We're in for it. Yep. So I have to. Uh, I have to get all the sweatshirts and long underwears ready, and uh, and what have you. I saw a uh, video on uh, TikTok yesterday. It's predicting all this nasty weather for uh, for uh, November. Yeah. We're gonna get uh, Category Six hurricanes. Uh, that's gonna destroy the entire East Coast. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, all by November fourteenth. By that's November fourteenth, it's only two weeks away. I got uh, I got plans after like the twentieth. It was a it was a video from a time traveler who <laughs> said he had. I'm a. Ti- it said I'm yeah. a time traveler from uh, the year 2049. Is that and, the same uh, time traveler that said the world was going to be uh, shocked by uh, by information in August? Oh no, that was fake. That one was yeah, fake. Yeah, that was fake. Okay. This is, I was, uh, this is a real time traveler. Because I seem to recall, like, August 28th supposed to be, like, a really important day, and, and uh, I had it on my calendar, and, and like, literally nothing well, happened. That was an Instagram reel. This is TikTok, so you can take it for what it's worth. You got, you got, uh, you know, it, there's a lot more value behind yeah. a TikTok video than an Instagram Oh, I've video. always thought there was more legitimacy to TikTok. Yeah, there's so much more legitimacy, legitimacy to TikTok. The right. Chinese government, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're on the up and up. And they say that artificial intelligence hasn't crept into radio yet. Ah, come on. We got news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert. 
734. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news, and it is brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Mayoral candidate and city councilor Justin Hurst today will address allegations of voter bribery leveled at him this week by city officials. Members of the public and the media have been invited to the 11 a.m. press conference, which will be held at 1746 Parker Street. The mayor's false accusations in this historic race, his attempt to steal the election, will not go unchecked, Hearst said in a statement on Wednesday evening. As described in a report and video published by Mass Live and the Republican yesterday, footage allegedly shows a man associated with Hearst's campaign giving cash to people outside City Hall last weekend after they emerged from voting. Hearst's people can be seen on video shuttling people to and from the early voting polls at City Hall. The municipal center is monitored by surveillance cameras. Soren's statements confirm what appears to be happening on the video. Officials, including a police officer and elections officials, uh, believe they witnessed voter fraud during early balloting. They cited uh, being asked by multiple new voters how they were supposed to collect that $10 and a fish dinner in exchange for voting for Hearst. Election officials noted that many new voters were intent about receiving I voted early stickers to present to the people who had given them rides to City Hall. The stickers reportedly uh, needed to be shown to receive the $10, according to the affidavits. On Tuesday, incumbent Mayor uh, Dominic J. Sarno goes up against Hearst in the polls. Sarno and Hearst were the first and second most vote getters in a five-way. Ooh, a five-way. <laughs> My first five-way. Down to one way, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. is uh, yeah. Here's a here's an interesting uh, little uh, thing about Bob. One of the things that uh, that Justin is accusing uh, in this thing is that uh, that there's some sort of uh, I don't know, like uh, like the Republican and, and Mass Live are in cahoots mm-hmm. with the mayor. And uh, oddly enough, uh, and I'm not saying that that's true or untrue. But neither 22 or Western Mass News have covered this story. I think that's kind of unusual. That Well, you know what? It's not unusual uh, to be loved by anyone. Uh, but it's also not unusual probably because they don't, they weren't alerted to the story yet. They didn't uh, get the Mass Live notification at no, 3 no, o'clock in the afternoon that no, this happened? No, 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 no. They're, they're, they're just waiting. They're just waiting. I see. Because you got to have the 22 News crew mm. to go down there uh, to the press conference and tell everybody what they saw. And what oh did my, they see? Oh, my God. We were at that press conference with Justin Hurst. I didn't see a fish dinner anywhere. This is crazy. Where's my $10? I get better deal than Arthur Treacher's. Arthur Treacher's. Can you imagine if that ten if, if that fish dinner were at a, at participating Arthur Treacher locations? You'd be looking all over the place for it. We got uh, Mrs. Gordon here giving out where was the fish sticks? Yeah, I got no fish sticks. I was promised fish sticks. Get me Mrs. Paul's and a whole lot of tartar sauce, please. You know Santa's not going to be good to you this year. He's going to put coal in your stocking or a fish fillet in your stocking. You know, I, uh, I, I when we talked about this earlier this morning, I, I couldn't help but uh, but feel that you know until you got proof that uh, Justin Hurst had any knowledge or any mm-hmm. involvement in this at all. Yeah, you got to focus on the video of the guy, the guy, you know, you know whipping out the ten dollar bills, uh, some of these people being dropped off, and then the promise of a fish dinner. Uh, again, uh, the fish dinner would have been the thing that sold me. You can keep your $10, but give me the free fish dinner. I'm on it. Listen, I would have been giving out uh, Starburst. Starburst for Hearst's. 
Ooh, that's yeah, a clever, yeah, that's yeah, a clever yeah, tagline. Yeah, I hired me as a campaign manager. I'll be honest. I'll be. I would be perfectly happy with one of those uh, fish dinners at Big Y. That's good fish and chips right there. They are good fish and They're chips. They're delicious. As a matter of fact, you can order those on a Friday and uh, before you even get to the store and pick yep. it up before you're walking out the door. Steve, as you know, the Lenten season is only just a few months away. The Lenten season. Yeah, soon after the inaugural uh, uh, balls. Oh yes, the balls. We go right into fish stick season. That's right. right. That's From right. From the balls to the fish sticks. That's where you got to go. That's where we go. That's where you're heading. I, uh, I'm, I want more information on the fish dinner. I do. Because that seems to be the detail that has been left out. You know what that is? What? That's the hook. Oh! The fish hook. Oh, man! Yes! Oh, tonight's oh, Mayflower Marathon man. Comedy Night is going to be a gem. Oh, man. Man, are you a tennis player? Because I think I just got served. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. been a big volley all day long. Uh, <laughs> I want to know where the fish dinner was. Where, where, where? Tell me more, Mr. Fishman. Yeah, wouldn't it be a kick in the face if you found out the fish dinner was at Lido's? Yeah, Lido's. Yeah, Lido's or, uh, or uh, Plan B. And, uh, yes, not, it's a fish. Not plan B. What's the other plan? <laughs> Luxburg. Luxburg. Yeah. It's, it's the fish dinner at Maddie's on Boston Road. Oh, man. I miss Maddie's. I miss that place. You know, they used to have years ago, uh, you know, when I was a, a young youngin uh, on the bar scene. Yeah. Like trying to go out, like I had a weird schedule because I worked at the at the at the railroad and I had like Tuesday and Wednesdays off, which was like the worst. What a weird days. weekend that is. Well, it was whatever. It was the schedule you get when you're low on the totem pole. But uh, so I had like Tuesday and Wednesdays off. You're looking for a place to go, and they, there was a lot of places around. Oh yeah, you know these yeah. bars, knowing that they don't have a lot of people coming in during the week, enticed them to come in. Hey, you can get it, and it was. Uh, it was Max Cap, but it was called, I think it was called Lemons before it was called Max Cap. It was up on uh, Memorial Drive in yeah, Chicopee. maybe. And uh, and they had a $10 steak dinner there. How was the steak? It was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. It was a guy cooking it out on the grill. It was one of these like things for 10 bucks. You walk up with a paper plate, the guy gives you a baked potato and a, and a, and a sirloin steak for 10 bucks. You couldn't beat it. You couldn't, you couldn't get a good steak dinner for 10 bucks now. I mean, I'd spend 70 on the shots and the beers to go along with it. But, well, the but, they, knew, but they knew that. That's exactly yeah, why. It's a, yeah. what, do they, what do they call that? A lost leader? Yeah. I we, think we, we, we need to find a place that has a, like a good special like that. You know, uh, it, it would be a good thing to know uh, of some good, like, you know, midday lunch specials. Yeah. That uh, you just can't be beat. Ten dollar right. steak. Well, uh, uh, listen, you can always a go fish to, dinner for your vote. You can always go to my favorite uh, down in uh, West Springfield, the uh, the Collins Tavern. Oh yeah, you can get a whole good. meal there for under ten bucks. That's a good place. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a nice that's a and, nice joint. And you could probably get a a, a cocktail. You or could probably two. get a cocktail and a sandwich there for less than ten dollars. I bet you, you could do that. That's a pretty good deal. That's a good deal. Yeah, hard to hard to snoop your nose up on that one. But I wonder if there's any other uh, good deals around the. Uh, <clears throat> they run the area like I'm, $10 I'm sure, steak night. I'm sure there are, but uh, you know, we just don't know about all of them. It would be great to have a list. That way you and I can choose which places we go to. Well, we rely on the people who listen to the show in order to tell us about those things. Yeah. So. A uh, man has been arrested. A pretty sketchy group of people. 
A man has been arrested following a traffic stop in Chicopee on Monday. According to Chicopee Police, detectives in an unmarked cruiser allegedly saw 40-year-old Leon Jenkins of Springfield driving down Fuller Road around 2.30 p.m. Police say they recognized Jenkins, who had a suspended license, and then pulled him over. I wonder, that name sounds familiar. Jenkins. Leon Jenkins. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Leon Jenkins of Springfield, because I believe that he might have been part of uh, something else. Uh, let's see. Leon Jenkins. Uh, she could be around 11 hours ago. Nope. Uh, yeah, yeah. At that. No, I don't have that one. I don't have uh, that one either. Uh, I mean, it's got to be probably you know more than a few Leon Jenkins around. It's a pretty popular name. What about uh, Leroy Brown? Is there a bad, bad Leroy Brown around? Oh, he's anyway? the baddest man in the whole damn town. Badder than an old King Kong. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Oh, I know him. He got a he got a custom Continental. He's got an Eldorado too. Uh huh. He's got a thirty-two gun in his pocket full of fun. I believe he has a razor in his shoe as well. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't know that? No, I just forgot the lyrics after that. <clears throat> How could you forget the lyrics to Leroy Brown? I, you know, it's, you know, it's just like hmm. I don't remember everything. Uh, let's see. Uh, homeless encampment continues to grow in Hampshire County, and now the mayor of Northampton uh, is reacting to the issue. Near Texas Road in Northampton, you can see a campsite made up of dozens of tents. This is causing some community concern. The Northampton mayor's office sent out a press release uh, regarding the growing problem. They say, in part, Mayor Shiara wants to assure residents that the Northampton Division of Community Care is on the ground, actively assessing the situation. She goes on to say the city is committed to finding a solution that serves the best interests of all involved parties. Is there a more convenient campsite for them to go to? Well, I mean, uh, like, a, like a 4-H camp or like a like a Boy Scout uh, well, campground. Well, well, there is a 4-H camp in Goshen. Which is not too far away. It's not too far. Yeah, you could uh, you could use that. They have the uh, the animal farm for the for the homeless uh, camp kids. To well, I, I gotta tell you, I, feed I think the pigs. I think roughing it uh, builds character. You know, even what I do the uh, the whole glamping thing. I mean, you you, you, you know, there's some things you don't have the uh, creature comforts of home, but uh, you know, wherever you lay your hat is your home. What was that last line? Wherever you lay your hat, wherever is you your home. lay your hat, because you Papa was a Rolling Stone. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yes. I don't know the lyrics to that one. I don't remember all of them either. Uh, Smith College is reiterating its prohibition of discrimination and harassment after a professor there was accused of racist propaganda. The college's message uh, comes after an incident involving the posting of flyers on campus that allege one Jewish studies professor was spreading propaganda propaganda relating to the ongoing Israel-Hamas conflict. The spokesperson for the university stated in part, members of the campus community have the right to express their opinions as long as they comply with Smith's discriminatory harassment policy. All allegations of discrimination and harassment are fully investigated. Uh, 22 News attempted to contact that professor but did not immediately hear back, so they just Mm. gave up. Uh, we tried to reach out to Justin Hurst, too, but uh, he didn't want to talk, so we just said, eh, forget it. Does the uh, the story uh, go into what was said on this flyer? Nope. It doesn't explain what he might have said that was inflammatory? Nope. It doesn't go into whatever his opinion was on this uh, longstanding uh, violent conflict? Nope. Hmm. Makes you wonder what was said. I don't know. Hmm. 
Any chance that uh, there will be a follow-up from the local media about this particular story? Uh, nope. Hey, right. you, good to know. I got a joke for you. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's this? I'm offended. Ah, I can't stand living in this environment anymore. You know what that is? No, what's that? The Smith College fight song. <laughs> <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast. Today going to be sunny with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It is 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, Get checking that. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 752 and the Beatles with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, uh, we'll be talking to Scott Zolak. Uh, in just a little bit, we'll talk about uh, all kinds of uh, Patriot stuff, uh, football, what have you. But we also have other things to do today, too. Got a couple of giveaways to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, one we could probably do, like, now. Well, if you're ready for that. I can do I can do a giveaway now. You could, be, you could be ready for that? Sure, why not? Okay. Well, you know, today happens to be Thunderbird Thursday. And, you know, throughout the season, uh, we're going to be giving away all kinds of great Thunderbird stuff. Uh, but this prize package, I think, is a little special. Because every, every day is is uh, fabulous Thunderbird Day. Ooh, that was a good one. band, wasn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. well, we do play tough enough, I think, once a day at least. Steve Ray Vaughan's brother Jimmy was in that band. Did you was know that? that? No. Yes. Well, there you go. That makes a whole lot of sense yeah. of why they were so good. They, he, he was a great guitar player himself. All right. Anyway, uh, Thunderbird Thursday prize pack includes uh, four tickets on the ice for this Saturday's game. Uh, with it, you get four hats, four koozies, four stickers, and a Thunderbirds drawstring bag. Now, this game is against Lehigh Valley. Uh-huh. It's also Tommy Cross night. And the first 3,000 fans that walk through the door get a Tommy Cross bobblehead. Now, if you are number 3,001 to, say, no, fan number 6,000, you get a little bit late, what have you, I, we, I'm not responsible for whether or not you get the Tommy Cross bobblehead. you got to get there on time to get that, it. Yeah, that's, that's up to you. Uh, but it's not up to me. What is up to me is giving away these tickets to the 10th caller at 293-1021. You win the uh, Thunderbird Thunderbird Thursday prize a package for Saturday's game. Good luck to you. I think that's a pretty cool package. Uh, what it does not include is $10 and a fish dinner. I, I can't do anything about that. Uh, I know that's like a new Springfield thing, but uh, we're, we're not doing that with this I, particular package. I don't know if that offer is still being offered. Uh, as an offer, <clears throat> well, voting uh, early voting is over, so you can't. Uh, okay, well, you then can't early vote with the with a fish dinner. You'll have to find your own fish dinner and your own ten bucks. Well, somebody wrote in and said the uh, the best fish dinner. Let me see. Hands down, the best place to get a fish dinner is in Springfield. Is uh, O'Brien's Corner on Fridays? Oh Lord, you can't go wrong. It's an orgasm for your mouth. Your taste buds will thank me. I try to keep most of my seafood dinners orgasm free. That's just my my own personal. Whenever I go out to eat, I try to leave the orgasms at home. I've had an orgasm in my mouth before. I've parted the sea Steve, doing that. Steve, whatever you do in your spare time well, well, really is your own personal well, business. I'm just saying, you never parted the sea and got an orgasm on your taste buds like this lady's talking about? <clears throat> I, uh, I uh, Does it come with appetizers? Uh, <laughs> Yes, try the skirt scampi. Oh, it's good. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's 756 on Rock 102. Attention, football know-it-alls. You think you know, but you don't 
No. Your time has come. It's back. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool. Yeah, baby. (laughs) It's all about the thrill that pulses through you as you make your picks. No distractions, no interruptions, just you, your strategy, and the thrill of the game. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool isn't just about picking winners, it's about being a winner. I want winners, people that want to win. Time to show them what you got. Make your picks each week for a chance to win a $50 Geo's Pizzeria gift certificate. Get the most right all season, and a $500 cash card is yours, courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Log on to rock102.com now and get in the game. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is on. From Geo's Pizzeria, Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics, and Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. At Trinity Health of New England, we see the person behind the patient. Not just their symptoms, but a person with hopes, smiles, and a life. A life we're here to get you back to. We have the expert medical teams and technology of a national health system, and we offer personalized care that treats all of you. Learn more at trinityhealthofne.org. Trinity Health, we see all of you. Are you ready to reduce your home's heating and hot water energy use? You can't stop the frigid temperatures, but you can make your home more comfortable this winter and lower your energy use with a System 2000 by Energy Kinetics. Whether you have oil, propane, or gas, the Made in the USA System 2000 is the most efficient and quiet system on the market and can be easily fuel converted down the road. Google System 2000 and have a local authorized dealer perform an energy savings analysis on your home and receive a free quote. Energy Kinetics, making winters warm and affordable for over 40 years. John Hazen here. At Hazen Paper in Holyoke, we're proud to produce the Super Bowl program cover year after year, but we're also very proud of the production we do right here in our local community, including working with the crown jewel of Western Mass, the Basketball Hall of Fame. For the last 11 years, we've produced the Entrimant Yearbook cover. You see, it's important for us to grow nationally while supporting and servicing our local community. As we come into our 100th year in business, we're continuing to grow, and that's where you come in. We want to talk to you about getting into high-tech manufacturing on the ground floor. We're proud to offer our team incredibly safe and comfortable working conditions, a shift differential premium, and you can make a two-day attendance bonus every month. Our employees are the most important part of our company, and we treat them as such. Are you ready to be treated and compensated well while doing incredibly rewarding work? Well, then today's the day to start your amazing Hazen career. Log on to Hazen.com. That's Hazen.com to get started. At Hazen, we say... Teamwork makes the dream work. WAQY, WAQY HD1 Springfield, 102.1 FM. The Springfield Rocks Radio Group, Hadley's Classic Rock. Alexa, play Rock 102. We see the world for more than what it is. We see everything it can be. We see a future with energy-efficient communities where, together, we can make a difference. With your help, the sponsors of MassSave are making homes and businesses more energy efficient and building a strong green energy workforce. Let's create a better energy future together. Find out how you can join in at MassSave.com. We are MassSave, Berkshire Gas, Cape Light Compact, Eversource, Liberty, National Grid, and Unitil. The following takes place between 8 a.m. And 9 a.m. It's 7:59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The Pioneer Valley forecast is brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that: St. James Avenue in Springfield or ServioLocksmith.com. It's going to be sunny to partly cloudy today with a high of 48. Tonight clear, 
partly cloudy, low of 30. And then for tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high of 56. It's 27 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. This is Scott Cohen. Red Sox fans remember right-handed pitcher Nate Evaldi. He helped the Red Sox win a World Series in 2018. He'll be remembered by Texas Ranger fans for six shutout innings in Game 7 of this year's World Series. The Texas won 5-0, clinching their first series title in the 63-year history of the franchise. The Rangers were held hitless till the seventh inning. They scored a run, four more in the ninth, to put Arizona away, winning the series four games to one. Meantime, not much mystery to last night's Celtics-Indiana Pacers matchup. Boston put 155 points on the board in a 155-104 home win. The last time the Celtics scored that many points was the 58-59 season. Jason Tatum had 40 points and 12 rebounds despite sitting out the entire fourth quarter. Uh, Bruins back on home ice tonight hosting Toronto. The Bees are 8-0-1. They'll have some fresh faces in the lineup tonight due to injuries and Charlie McAvoy's four-game suspension. The Brewers recall three players from AHL Providence. And Hall of Fame coach Bobby Knight passed away on Wednesday, 29 years at Indiana, where he won three national titles and 902 career total wins. Knight was 83 years old. Sports is brought to you by the Connecticut Lottery. I'm Scott Cohen with Sports on Rock 102. Stay tuned for Bax's view from the couch. Do you enjoy being part of a team and problem solving? Then this is your opportunity to start an in-demand career. Applied Dynamics is New England's leading industrial sales and service company, and they have immediate openings for hoist and crane technicians, field service technicians, and mechanics for their electric motor department. Experience preferred, but they're eager to train qualified individuals with electrical and or mechanical aptitude. Applied Dynamics offers competitive compensation and an extensive benefits package. Learn more about your new career at applied dynamics.com slash jobs buy build renovate or refinance your home with monson savings bank their friendly and local lenders will help you find the perfect mortgage loan solution to get started visit munsonsavings.bank your bank forever member fdic equal housing lender what's the sweet spot for a good bottle of wine I'd say around $20, give or take. Provisions has one interesting wine after another for about $20. Wines with a sense of place. Wines with a story. So many good bottles on Provisions 15 and Underwall. Spend a few dollars more and get something really interesting. Around 20 is a sweet spot. No supermarket wines at Provisions. Provisions in the Mill District, North Amherst, at the foot of Crafts Avenue in downtown Northampton, and at the Longmeadow Shops. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave on there. And around there. And even under there. Don't treat your groin like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you have it. The World Series is officially over. And while some of you might be surprised to find out that it even began, I'm delighted to inform you that the World Series champions happen to be the Texas Rangers. Last night in a five-run shutout, the Rangers won their very first championship in franchise history by beating the Arizona Diamondbacks on the road in just five games. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, wait, they played five games already? Why, yes, they did. And even though this is the least watched World Series in 54 years since they started taking ratings on these kind of things, I, for one, am always delighted when a team who has sucked since the very inception 
In this case, 1961 when they were the Washington Senators, or 1972 when they moved to Texas, finally breaks through and wins their first World Series. Because you see, everybody eventually gets their chance to win one. Well, everybody except the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Colorado Rockies, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the San Diego Padres, they're all waiting for that to happen to them. But everybody else in the major leagues has gotten their chance to win at least once. Some of us have even enjoyed multiple championships in our lifetime. And as you know, it's terribly satisfying. This is especially true when your team has a long, long history of mediocrity and underwhelming achievements. For example, did you realize that the Texas Rangers haven't had a winning season in seven years? And did you realize that the Rangers haven't had a postseason win in a dozen years? And did you realize that for the first 35 seasons, they never played in a single postseason game? And on top of that, the first time they finished in first place was in 1994, right before the work stoppage. Are you kidding? I could go on forever. But today, despite a long history of astonishingly terrible baseball, they are now World Series champions. And while I would never dream of tarnishing this great moment with a swift dose of reality, it's almost a shame that hardly anybody watched it happen. Meaning that when it comes to the championship victory parade, everyone's going to have to take their word for it. Because most people would still find it very hard to believe. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. The Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale's going on right now at Rockies. Milwaukee hand tools and accessories, screwdrivers, pliers, and more. Made in the USA, only 20 bucks. At your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I am so excited to be talking about Patriots football. And to be talking about it with Scott Zolak. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing great. Sorry about last football team feels right now. Yeah, I, I was going to say, what what feels worse? How you felt Thursday morning of last week or that whole fourth quarter of the game on Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I, was, I, bet. I was pissed off. Man. I, don't know, I don't know if you can tell by the broadcast, but I was, I was living. It's getting to the point now where you know, we have these critical errors at the worst times. You know, the, the interceptions, the fumbles. Uh, the blown coverages, all of it. We're just we're just playing bad football altogether. Well, and it's it's really depressing coming off a game against Buffalo, who's a lot better, where you you play great in all three phases and you can't string two weeks together. What what do you know about the chatter going around about a possible trade of a coach? I, I've never heard of anything like that. No, okay. Yeah, I, I don't I, even I don't even know how that works. Like, who do they call? What? The, so the owner of the Redskins calls all our owner. I mean. You know, trade deadline run well, by the football team, and well, Mr. Well, Kraft is not a football operation. When they just meet together, can't they just go home on separate buses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you go it's home with me, I'll go with you. Business. All right, yeah. There's always, there's always business being done behind our backs, right? Right, like, right. Your boss, yeah. your boss is out there probably trying to get the next two guys in. You know, Oh, you. they've been trying <laughs> for that forever, Scott, and and, and, and no, nothing doing. But, you know, I mean, it's it, to me – <laughs> to me, it's a dumb idea. I mean, you know, you know, for what value are you going to get that will be better than than Bill Belichick? I don't, I don't even know how you even how you even assess that. You won't. It's just the stupid the, the the stupid belief that hey, we get something for nothing yeah, instead of nothing. Because like if the you know look at the Raiders, so they whack McDaniel's. Now he's out there. He's still guaranteed forty million. I would go sit on the beach for four years. I wouldn't do anything, but. Bill can hire him to be an offensive assistant immediately, and the Raiders pay his salary. This is the way that that, that the league works, and this is how they got guys like Joe Judge, Matt Patricia before, Mike Lombardi to come back because you get fired by other teams. And it's like, well, if they're going to fire him, at least let's get a pick in return or something. So I just think it's it's hogwash. Well, I mean, let me ask you about the the whole Josh McDaniels thing. You know, he's had you know two head coaching opportunities. Neither yeah. one of them have worked out. I mean, this is a guy at one point was considered to be the heir apparent to Bill Belichick. There yeah. are some guys that are meant to be head coaches, and some guys that are meant to be assistants or or coordinators. Is this guy just running into bad luck, or is he just not head coach material? I think it's impatient owners. You know, um, I mean, it's been it's been a year and a couple games. I don't know how anybody, you know, Bill's always said this. Parcells has always said this too. I need three years. I need three years to implement my program to get people in here that I know that are going to go in the right direction. They're going to create the right type of culture that I want to create. And you know, Mark Davis was having meetings with players a week ago, yeah. you know, to voice their frustrations. And like you know, Devontae Adams is making forty million. He's going to get in there and tell you what he thinks. And Davis overreacts. Josh was fired in in um. Um, where Denver under the same set of circumstances, real quick, yeah. you know, bang bang, and you can't in this league. You can't do anything in one year. It, well, it's impossible. Well, and it's uh, what's really incredible is that, uh, as far as I know, the Davis family has never been known to make impulsive wrong decisions before. So this is very, very <laughs> strange and unusual. Yeah. <laughs> this is a guy that this is a guy of what wanted to sell ten percent of the franchise to Tom Brady, valued at. One hundred and seventy-five million, but if you forecast it out against other owners, it's somewhere north of three billion. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 
the way they're trying to do business out there is ridiculous. So, do, I mean, do you think that's what's going to wind up happening? Is that the the Patriots will bring McDaniel's back? I think, that, yeah, I do think Josh will be back at some point. Yeah, not this year, not necessarily this year, but say, say Harbaugh jumps and he goes to um, the Raiders. Now you're going to have two job openings in the Big Ten at Michigan and Michigan State. I can see Billy O'Brien going to run, going to take one. I mean, he ran Penn State and took Penn State back to prominence. You know, then you, you you're making ten million bucks a year. You yeah. know, those, those are good jobs to have, and I can see Josh sliding back here and becoming a coordinator here again. So we, we the one of the things that we didn't get a chance to ask you last week, uh, you, you, right before the Buffalo game, there yeah. was the story about Bill Belichick's contract. Yeah, you know, for like yeah. three three or four weeks, all you heard was Belichick's going to go. There's there's all kinds of problems between him and Mister Kraft, and then you hear about this contract extension that he gets, and then all of a sudden the Patriots play great against against Buffalo. Do you think there's any connection? between knowing that there's some sort of stability in the head coach and the way they play it against Buffalo? Zero. 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 Okay. Yeah, zero. It's not an extension. It's actually a reworked contract, I guess, where you you tear up the old one and we're going to redo a new contract. People keep taking that that word extension, and it wasn't done at that time. It's it's sort of what the way they've always operated. They never let Bill walk into a dead year. He always has two years remaining. So probably standard procedure at the end of last year was let's tear it up and let's do a two-year deal. So it still gives them the ability to get out, you know, after this year if they want to. But you got to eat the last year, and you're talking probably north of twenty, twenty-plus million. So what do you account the difference between the Raiders game and the Bills game? Obviously something, something gelled. I mean, they had just been eating a big old bag of wet slop for a couple of weeks, and then finally they pull it together. I mean, what was the difference? I think divisional games are tougher. You know your opponent a little better. Um, just played like dog crap out there against the Raiders. You had a chance. You had drop balls. You know, stupid picks. Um, Mac, played, Mac played a clean game yeah. against Buffalo. When Mac doesn't turn the ball over, we got a chance to win. You know, every time he turns the ball over, I think he's, I think he's two and fourteen in games where he turns the ball over. Yeah, which does not lead to a good outcome for us. Protect the ball, play smart defense, and we're going to be in every game. I mean, the, the exasperating thing about the Dolphins game is that you, if you, I mean, you look at the first three quarters. I mean, they were technically in it. It wasn't until the fourth quarter when the wheels started to come off they could have you know you know buckled down and taken that game if there weren't yeah. so many mistakes. Yeah, they really could have. They really could have. But we, you know, we've been talking about this in nauseam. You know, it could be this game, could be that game, could have been the Eagles game, could have been the first Miami game. It's the same repetitive comments and. When you do that continuously, continuously week to week, ultimately you got a bad football team. Yeah, that's kind of what we are. We're two and six, and we deserve to be two and six. So. You, we've got uh, you got the Commanders on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. They, they traded away their two best players on defense. We should beat this team by twenty. Yeah, but then if you don't win this week at home. But we don't win at home, so I mean, you know, go figure. But then uh, the week after, next week, everyone's got to get on a plane and fly to Germany. Uh, I will be on that Germany flight. Yeah. Are you looking forward to that, or does these international games just seem like a, a needless waste of time? Well, I grew up in Pittsburgh. So I grew up on sauerkraut and brats and Vikings uh, <laughs> and Polish food. So I'm excited to go out there and just get obliterated and get gastric disturbances like you don't believe <laughs> and just fart, fart on the plane the whole way home. You know, but no, I'm, I, I actually don't look forward to 14, 14 hour flights because of my size. <laughs> you know, you really can't stretch out. Um, 
I we we've been to London three times, so we've, I've done the London game three times. I love London. Uh, London's great for sightseeing. You know, a lot. I think I think it's it's a better setting. Uh, sure, it is what it is. They make us play football do, in Germany. We got to go do it. Do they really play the London silly nannies like they do on the Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how was Halloween for you guys? You guys have fun at Halloween? Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, what did you do? Do you have a station party? I watched my kids come home with like an inordinate amount of candy for some reason. I, I was like, I've never gotten that much candy in my lifetime. <laughs> do you, know, you notice how much the candy has shrunk over the years? The oh, ones? yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those the little minis have become even minier. Yeah, like how do you, Here, right. how do you ju- making money? They're killing. Yeah. They're how do you ju- how do you justify calling a two ounce piece of candy fun size? Ain't nothing damn fun about a two ounce ca- piece of candy. I want the I want the full size. You know, I want the full size. You know, you know bunch of uh, of diabetes there. That's what I want. I was going to do that too. We were going to give away the full size bars. But I'm too damn cheap. Oh, you, you know, there's you no full go, size bar at the Zolak home. No, no. Well, here's the thing: you got to go to BJ's to get those, right? Those big boxes because they sell the full size candy bars there, and you get a good discount. The problem is, you get out of BJ's, you spend four hundred dollars on other things. Well, see, the problem that we have is in my neighborhood. There was literally like three kids under the age of five, and they all belonged to the same family. They were the only kids that came to our house. It was well, you just drop something off at their house and. Shut your lights off. That's you know what? There's something to there's something to be said so, about that. You so, save a lot of money that way. So what kind of candy did you give away? I don't, we just got the, those mixed bags things, those cheap bags. It's awful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like that uh, crappy uh, penny candy stuff, were you? Oh uh, no, not the penny candy. It's like oh, you get the Nestle, the hundred thousand dollar bar, the Whopper, the Tootsie Roll. Right. I don't know. Well, at least, oh, you, you, get a, at least you, you get got a dumb dumb or Tootsie Roll. At least you got the Zolak home isn't giving out pennies wrapped in Saran wrap. Oh my God! You remember those yeah. people? Yeah, with oh the, yeah, with somebody the pennies. Got, somebody, one of my one of my friends' kids got Subway mint from Subway. <laughs> Oh, you know I didn't what? I know they had this. It's funny you mentioned that because my kid came home with a packet of uh, ju- uh, like a juice drink packet from Sonic. It really? Was, yeah, it was like one of those things you add to your water. What the <laughs> hell? Who does that? I, uh, well, obviously, somebody in Russell does. <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to, smash meth and you didn't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To me, if you're if you're going to hand out you know really crappy gifts or toothbrushes or healthy snacks you know what you're you're asking for your your house to get egged or toilet paper to be spread all over your your yard you're asking for it absolutely 100 percent. we used to call tic tac and we would just throw old you know corn up on the roof and it would run down in your cutters <laughs> there you go uh, that's yeah, that's corn, a good plan corn in the roof <laughs> yeah no it's a hard corn tic tac and you get a hard bag of the, the, the corn off the cobs uh we used to strip the cobs down and you get a bag of corn and you run around just throw it up on the roof and it just runs down and you can hear. It's oh, that's good. Wow, you you really out of house. you lived the life out there in Philadelphia. Yeah, you were a rotten, no good kid, weren't you, Scott Solak? Damn right. I used to make potato guns and shoot cows. Cows used to sleep standing up. You shoot the cow, man. When those suckers take off with a potato gun when it hits it. You know what's even scarier than Halloween? The Patriots record at the end of this season. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh, that scares the hell out of you. Well, listen. Uh, we will talk to you next week, and uh, or, or, or are we? Or when? When do you leave? No, for, we're going to talk. We're going to leave till the afternoon. Thursday afternoon, we leave for Germany. All, All right, so we're going to we're going to we're going to fill the studio with like uh, those big giant pretzels and uh, and and sauerkraut and schnitzels, and just have ourselves a damn good time. And beer steins, let's go. Beer, beer stein, beer stein, and learn and make sure you know how to drink beer from a boot. That's a good talent. That that's right. Das is boot. 
got it. I'm all set. <laughs> Scott Zolak, we'll talk to you uh, next week. See you, boy. All right, anyway. Scott Zolak. It's uh, 822 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. GG. Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827 and the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It, uh, ooh, it, it warmed up a degree. It's 26 in downtown Springfield. I should probably take off this Gore-Tex parka. Well, yeah, I know you're, you're looking pretty sweaty over there. Yes, well, well, it, uh, that's uh, that's what happens when we have twenty degree temperatures. Um, uh, tonight is a very special, uh, very special night here at Rock One Hundred Two. It's the very first Mayflower Marathon Comedy Night at the Armory at MGM Springfield. We've been telling you about this for weeks. Uh, it's brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Aqua Pump. It's a night of laughs to benefit the open pantry. We've talked about this before. The Mayflower Marathon is like what eighteen days away from today. Yes. And uh, it's going to be a great night. Marty Caproni will be the headliner. We'll have Brian Plum, Kenny Arroyo, and then the two of us, uh, Barry Krieger, uh, maybe some other things too. I don't know. Uh, but we also have a silent auction featuring some really cool items from MGM Springfield, the Springfield Thunderbirds, and uh, more, all to benefit the Mayflower Marathon. There are still a few tickets left to go. If you don't have your tickets now, it's not too late. Only a handful left, like not that many, but there's still time to get them at rock102.com. Buy yours before they sell it because it is going to be an hilarious night of comedy. Again, thanks to Dave Miner, Exterior Home Improvements, and Aqua Pump. It's all going to happen tonight at the uh, Armory at MGM Springfield on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, somebody sent me this link uh, about... Um Remember that we were talking about these very special sitcoms that we used to yeah. watch, and uh, I mentioned that my favorite one is the one with Dudley at the bike shop oh, and that's the different strokes one. Well, there's a link. Uh, somebody sent me this link to a Wikipedia page, and it lists all of the TV shows that had special episodes, starting with All in the Family, Edith's 50th birthday. Uh, she believed... A, a police officer uh, was a police officer, but she lets him into the house, and she's nearly sexually assaulted by him. That yeah, was a I remember that dark one. episode. Boy Meets World, Dangerous Secret. Corey Matthews and Sean Hunter discover that one of their classmates, Claire Ferguson, is being abused by her father. After confiding in Corey's parents, the boys inform the police in the situation uh, and uh, send Claire to live with her aunt in order to keep her safe. And then cult fiction, which is uh, Sean is under the influence of a sinister cult. Jesus Christ. Wow. A depressing bunch of com- comedies these are. And uh, different strokes. They do mention the Bicycle Man episode, but then they also mention the Hitchhikers. Arnold and Kimberly hitchhike home for their father's birthday party. They're picked up by a man who plans to have his way with Kimberly. And Arnold managed to escape and alert the police just in time. But that's when they came. Like Conrad Bain would come on after the words and go... Please talk to your child about taking rides from strangers or going into bicycle shops. Yeah. And then, you know, several years later after the show went off the air, the scariest thing that could ever happen to you yeah. is probably being left in a room alone with Dana Plato. I remember this one, Shape Up, uh, from Full House. That was the name of the episode. In, pre- in preparation for an upcoming pool party, DJ stops eating and starts exercising vigorously, both common symptoms of anorexia. And then there was another one, Silence is Not Golden. Stephanie learns that her classmate is the victim of abuse, and they need to... Oh, oh! so then Boy Meets World copied that? I guess. Well, I mean, it's not really copying. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it was an important issue, and they, uh, they dealt with it. Maud? Maud. You remember that? She had an abortion. Wow. Tonight, was- on a very special Maud. 
1972. Yeah. That's, that was really pushing the ticket right Well, then. that's kind of what was so amazing about it because, you know, you had never heard of the entire discussion about abortion on, on, right. on national television, on, on a network TV show. Uh, Saved by the Bell, Jesse's song. That's when Jesse, struggling to find the time and energy to rehearse for a friend's music video, suddenly uh, begins to rely on caffeine pills, a form of substance abuse. Tonight, in a very special Saved Saved by the Bell, Jesse is gearing up for her role in Showgirls, which will be out in two years from now after this show goes completely off the air. (laughs) There's some good ones in yeah. there. Yeah. Tonight, Screech has rails of cocaine as far as the eye can see. Lesbians on the Golden Girls. Really? It was a show called, uh, it was an episode titled, Isn't It Romantic? Dorothy's friend Jean, a lesbian, comes to visit her after her longtime partner dies, and Rose and Jean have a lot in common, and they strike up a fast friendship, but Jean starts falling in love with Rose, who is unaware of her new friend's sexuality. Wow. And what better person to lay that on than the dumb-witted girl <laughs> from Minnesota? <laughs> who probably never saw it coming, but I'm pretty sure Maud saw it coming from a mile away. What? 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 That's, that's Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. yeah well, can you imagine that? Girls! Again? Girls! What? <laughs> No! There's not a fish fry here today. We got news next to Rock 102. 835 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Video footage shows a man associated with Springfield mayoral candidate Justin Hurst handing out cash to people outside of City Hall last weekend. City officials claim in sworn affidavits that the distribution of $10 bills, clearly visible in the building surveillance footage, represents voter fraud. While Hearst, a longtime city councilor and attorney, was not captured handing out money, he can be seen driving his personal car in a row of vehicles, dropping off, then picking up voters who collected $10 bills minutes later. In sworn statements, officials noted that voters were required to rep- uh, required to present I voted early stickers to get the, the, the money. Vote early and vote often. You can get uh, $10 mm. every time you do that. City Solicitor John Payne has called for the Hamden DA's office to launch a criminal investigation. Hearst will be holding a press conference this morning at 11 a.m. to address the allegations. So Now, um, what was happening is like people were receiving uh, $10 and a free fish dinner. And again, uh, $10 wouldn't motivate me to cast my vote, but a good fish dinner certainly would. You know what uh, has uh, fallen by the wayside? What? Those, uh, when shopping malls used to have, remember they used to have like that one room before you were walking out of the mall and somebody said, hey, come on over here. Would you like to participate in a survey and you'll get $2? Yeah. And they'd either give you like a consumer marketing survey or they'd do the radio ratings thing, oh, yeah, you know, the yeah. radio station thing. And you'd go in there and you'd get two bucks and you walk out. Yeah. What's the difference? Right. Well, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, except, uh, you know, you're not supposed to influence uh, elections. Of course, you know, we don't, listen, this is what the story is saying. We don't know if it's, if it's true or not. All you really have is a video uh, of this guy handing out $10 bills. And his name is Hamilton, which is even weirder. Yeah, no, actually it's not. But uh, what's... The most remarkable thing about this entire video 
and I've watched it a couple of times, and every time I've, I've you know, reviewed it, I kind of think, huh, isn't that something? The camera quality uh, of that video is outstanding. I mean, it's so crystal clear. It's not like a the kind of camera work you'd see like at a convenience store or a shopping mall, but it's just like, you know, uh, or at, at a retailer. But that the camera work is so crystal clear. It makes me concerned that the next time I do something illegal in downtown Springfield, they'll be able to pick it up right away. That should put a little bit of fear of Jesus in everybody. I don't think that's going to put the fear of anything in anyone. You don't think so? No. No, I. Uh, Everything is in focus. You can you can almost see like the serial number on the ten dollar bill the guy's handing out. That is a pretty good camera. It's an excellent camera. You know, for all the uh, you ever see those like surveillance cameras, they can't see anything about the person. Right, that's actually a very uh, high definition. Uh, you know, for all the things we don't have in this city, at least we have high def cameras to see who's passing out ten dollar bills for early votes. I'll tell you what, would be scoff laws and criminals should be on alert. I really want to know more about the fish dinner. They just keep mentioning that there was a fish dinner involved, but they don't say where the fish dinner was from, who it uh, who was being cooked by, by was it being catered? Is there lunch? Is there? Uh... Well, if listen, if you tell somebody there's a fish dinner at the end of the voting line, and there's no fish dinner. I got to tell you, uh, I don't know where my vote's going to go at that point. Somebody's going to squeal. I cast my vote, uh, and there was no fish dinner. Yeah, I was what, told. What kind of effery is this? I was told I'd get $10. I did get $10, but I was also told there would be a fish dinner involved. Now, where is this fish dinner? Is this like a like an Elks Club thing? Like It's at uh, Russell's Restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that right, place yeah. is uh, still booming. Wait, maybe it's over at uh, Makara's. Maybe they're holding yeah, it over at right. Makara's over there. It's at Valley Steakhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, Valley Steakhouse. That's a good place, too. Bashara's is oh, where you'll yeah, get it. Bashara's. You'll get Bashara's. You'll have to go to West Side, but that's all right. Yeah. Aren't they, are they still open somewhere? I think they open up in like a new... Yeah, where? Oh, oh God, I'm trying to remember where it is. Yeah, there's like a new restaurant that the, the Bashara's open. I used, to like, I, I used to like that place in West Springfield. The food was always Walked good. In there, it would be like, uh, it's like you're sort of in a hospital cafeteria, but you're not. It felt like that. Cafeteria, you never felt like you got uh, screwed somehow. You always felt like, well, you know, actually, the food was quite good. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it like a hospital cafeteria setup. Yes. With like steak and turkey. Right. And like good dinners. But almost 100% less disease than you would find in a hospital. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, a flight leaving Boston Logan International Airport was forced to turn around after a reported tail problem Wednesday, according to the FAA. The crew on board United Airlines Flight 2396 reported scraping the tail of the plane on the runway during takeoff Ooh. at about 8.30 p.m. last night, the FAA said in a statement. The uh, Boeing 737 was headed to Newark Liberty International Airport in New Jersey. The flight did return and eventually took off and landed safely. It's unknown how many passengers were on board, and there were no reports of any injuries. United Airlines said passengers were accommodated on the next available flight to Newark that night. The FAA is investigating the incident. That's uh, probably a matter of uh, too many fat people in the back of the plane. I told you that when I uh, the one time I came back mm-hmm. uh, from Atlanta, and they're like, listen, uh, you got to move around the plane. Because there wasn't that many people, but the wait, there was too many people sitting in the back of the plane. Yeah, but, this, but uh, how do you move people after they've paid to get assigned seats? 
Well, you know, some people will pay for the seats they get. Aisle, window, middle. Yeah, but this was a this was a Southwest flight. Oh, okay. this is so where you fine. can pick your own seat. I got you. But I would be mad if I was the A lister who got on first, and then all of these people get to choose another seat when you uh, are not going to pick another seat. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, sometimes, in order to have a uh, a safe flight, you need to balance. Uh, you know the the you have to need to ba- balance the cabin. That's you can't. You, otherwise, everyone's going to be leaning to the left or right. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we don't want to give you. We don't want to have to charge you an ass tax for your for your big ass. Ass tax. Yeah. Look at that. You like that? I kind of do. Ass. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to have to pay for it, but I kind of like the idea. It's an ass tax. You're uh, taking up so much space on this airplane. We need to charge you for your ass. That's taking up more than one seat. I mean, I, you know, you know, to me, it's kind of like uh, you know, fat shaming and pun- uh, punishing somebody who just you know happens to have like a glandular problem. Uh, you know, it's not uh, you, know, you, know, you know, a bad I, you know, a bad metabolism, and all of a sudden I'm being taxed. I don't really understand uh, how like physics works. Okay, like it's okay. Like so, in order to take off the plane, you have to have it balanced weight on the plane. You know, before takeoff. But you can walk around on an airplane, and the plane doesn't tip to one side. It's not like a boat. How does that work? I don't understand that. I don't know. I'm going to guess it's all either all ball bearings or gyroscopes. Maybe I'm asking questions about things I don't need to know about. And maybe I'm answering questions for uh, questions I can't. I have no business answering. Several vehicles were broken into at Westfield State University on Tuesday night, and one vehicle was also reported stolen. The Westfield State University Police is now working with the state police to identify the individuals involved in those incidents. This isn't the first time the campus has reported this issue. A string of vehicles were stolen from campus parking lots last month. Uh, University police say they will continue to patrol all parking lots on a daily basis. They ask if you see anything suspicious to call the university police with a description or of the individuals or the vehicle. Okay. Lots of lots of stuff going on at that campus now. I got to tell you, you know, for years, like no one even talked about it. Oh, now look, West, Westfield now State. Yeah. Now the place is becoming a dump. I wouldn't say that. Eh, just say, I don't know. Eh. Have you driven through there lately? It's a dump. The whole place is a dump. You know, I'm I'm not going to say that, but you know, you are an alumni of uh, of Westfield State. Alumnus. Alum alumna. Alumna. You're an alum. And, uh, you know, you're complaining about something. You should be proud of your Westfield education. I am. Okay. But it's also a dumb. Oh, come on, Steve. Uh, call, you know, call it fairly. <clears throat> well, I mean, look at all the car thefts they've been having there. They had that kind of nonsense going on when I went there. They just had a bunch of drunks stumbling across the quadrangle at 2 o'clock in the morning well, wondering was, where his dorm was. Well, that's dangerous, too. <laughs> Never, you know. Is it dangerous? It could be. It has potential. Listen, he's walking. He's not driving or stumbling. He's stumbling. He's not driving. Right. He's just walking across that quadrangle. <laughs> not that I would have any experience with that. I'm just saying. Right. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be sunny with a high of 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. At the Rumble Seat in Jacoby every week, half-price pizza on Tuesdays, half-price wings on Wednesdays, and open mic 7 to 10, half-price apps on Thursdays. Friday, it's John Cantalini Acoustic.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 50, or I'm sorry, 48. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, you know, we've already told you what we're doing tonight at uh, at MGM Springfield, the uh, Mayflower Marathon Comedy Night. What I haven't had much of a chance to tell you about is what I'm doing tomorrow night. What are you doing tomorrow night, Bax? Tomorrow night is uh, is the rescheduled dates. For the mighty Oktoberfest of the Student Prince. Going to be oh. hanging out with all my good time friends at the Fort. Look at you. That's right. It's return to the Oktoberfest, returning to Fort Street uh, tomorrow, November 3rd and 4th. The festivities kick off on Friday with the annual Tapping of the Keg. I'll be there for that because I love the Tapping of the Keg. And then the party keeps rolling down Fort Street all night long with the most authentic German beers, brats, burgers, and more. By the way, tomorrow night, Trailer Trash will be playing at, uh, at Oktoberfest. All right. They'll be uh, hitting a stage around 7.30. I will introduce the band. We will uh, we will hang out. We will have fun. We will eat schnitzels. We'll eat pretzels, the the fried cheese, the uh, fried camembert. Oh, my God. Uh, and you know what? If if uh, if uh, if you want, uh, you can uh, feed me uh, ice water and cocktail napkins all, all night long. How about that? Ice water and cocktail napkins. Well, because because if I say I want you know, people to buy me like chauvinettes all night, I'll, yeah. I'll you know I'll be too stewed to get out of there. You're uh you're full of schnitzel. You really are. I like a good yeah. schnitzel. Yeah. I like I like schnitzels. I like uh, shanks and steins. Shanks, shanks, steins, and schnitzels. That's right. I, I love that better stuff. Better be careful saying that. I oh that. I will. And then uh, you'll have Dom Dom smashing the uh, keg open. You know, uh, the Dom, la- Dom. the last time he did it, he just did it the, the, like almost like a like a like a Jedi mind trick. Yeah, he looked at it. He looked it at exploded. it, held his, held his hand above it, and then it just it just opened up by itself. Oh, fa! All right, you crowds enjoy this uh, stuff you got going on there. Oof, kraut balls! Oh, kraut the balls! <laughs> See, we're out. This is the place to be tonight. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a great time. And by the way, the uh, the White Hut food truck is gonna be out there serving uh, delicious classics. I hope that they have that fried pork cutlet that they had at the Big E. That was the best thing that I've ever had at a fair before. At the Big E. At the at a fair. Any fair. Any fair. That's a very uh, bold statement. Well, I'm a very bold individual, Bax. You are. Yes. So anyway, uh, join me tomorrow night. We are going to have a stone-cold gas at uh, at the Student Prince. The Student Prince. Come on down. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? What else are you going to do on a Friday night? Go try to find a fish dinner and $10 somewhere? Come on. <laughs> Come down here. Spend your money at the Student Prince. Well, there are you know, some uh, seafood options on the uh, the Student Prince uh, menu. How far? What are you gonna get? Uh, what are you gonna get down? Are you gonna get a fried piece of cod? That's what you're gonna get. No, you get the. You come the, here. You come down. You get some really good fish. You have the uh, the choice between your Boston scrod or the cider glazed salmon. Let's not forget about them fried shrimp. Those are awful good too. Yeah, yeah. I do like the fried shrimps. I like the fried shrimps. Yeah, too. they're good, man. That's that's good stuff. I like it uh, like lightly fried. Well, they are. They're not deeply. There's like you know, like very light breading on it. It's almost like a dusting. They're delicious, oh. and they're butterflied. Oh, they're butterflied. Yeah, really. Fried shrimp. Oh, I do too. But I never had it at the, at the fort before. Oh yeah, that's that's one of the good. You ones. know, what? I usually get uh, you when I if I uh, do get a chance to eat down there. Usually, we're doing some kind of like bartending event. But mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, every once in a while, I'll eat down there. I like uh, the spotzel. Oh yeah, that's good. That's like one of my favorites. 
Spotzel, and then uh, the other stuff with the, uh, it's like the red cabbage and the- uh, Yeah, it's called uh, red cabbage. Yeah, that that, that, that that kind of slaw. Is it like a slaw almost? I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's kind of like a slaw. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'll yeah. tell you what, I ate there uh, like a, at the, uh, not too long ago, at the uh, the 91 Supper Club. Yeah. We had uh, dinner over there. They served up uh, pork shanks. The 91 Supper Club. Yeah, that's what they caught. Listen to you, douches. No, it's not, it's not douchey No, it's a douchey thing. It's well, a let bunch me of dudes getting together, and they're just rubbing each other, and they're like, oh, come on, let's go have a good dinner together. You want to come? No, I don't want to come. You sure? You no, don't want to join my club no, for jerks? I have no interest in joining your club for jerks. Let me tell you something. They fed us the last time, these, uh, these pork shanks, Yeah. okay, that were about the size of a baby's head, like an infant. Like a like a newborn's head, and there were like three of them on the plate. It was unbelievable, so delicious. That is the weirdest analogy for a pork shank. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Okay, all right, right a large oh, softball. Okay, okay well, softball. there you go. That's okay. more uh, a, a grape, baby's head, a, a grapefruit just, size. Yeah, grapefruit size. Yes, and they're covered with all that delicious gravy, and it had the spetzel and and the uh, and the cabbage, the red cabbage. All right. I was just going to say, babies' heads are different sizes, so you don't know. You, you can't really compare that. Well, I mean, they weren't, you know, symmetrically perfect. I mean, oh, the, some were, you know, bigger than others, but they were, I mean, these were substantial. Giant shanks. shanks. Oh, I love a good shank, man. I love it. Oh, we talked about this the other day. I love a good shank on a plate, not yeah. one in my kidney. Is that a shank or a shiv, or is it kind of the same? I don't know. Is it, I don't know my shank and shivs. I don't know my shine. You know, your shank, your shiv, or your shinola. Or shinola, that's what it is. Yeah, there you go. It's 858 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Okay.